<laughs> Let me ask you guys this as we get started. What would cause you to go slap somebody? Not punch them, not attack them and start a fight, but just walk up and slap them because you're so upset or on behalf of someone else. Like, what would it take for you to mm, slap somebody? Um, if they proclaim to be an alpha male. Okay. That's what... <laughs> I was going to say something similar. I was going to say if Derek talks. Uh, I was going to say someone talking at me in all caps all day. Mm. Um, oh, man, these are all very... I know, they're all weirdly thematic, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, that's, uh, no, guys, that's perfect. Start the show. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> all right, episode 110 of the Current Gen Podcast. Oh. My name's Tim. I'm here with Kyle, who's got a better camera for two weeks in a row. I'm glad it didn't break since then. That's great. Working. I didn't break it either. It's all we great. Can, it's great. Can see you. It looks great. I see Dan down here with, of course, still showing us all up with his amazing setup. It's very annoying, yeah. but whatever. And everything else around me looks great. I look like shit, but it's fine. Because uh, don't take shit, this the wrong way. Looking. You look the same. You look fine. <laughs> so I always look like shit. I always look like I'm sick and dying of a cold. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that you feel sick though. That does suck. But I appreciate it. Carrying over and how you look. So that's good. But your setup is always making me jealous. And then there's Jeff, who's in an art gallery. I think. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Do you break into one or? <laughs> that's the place I rented. Apparently they rent out art galleries now in Nashville where you can just stay however long you want. Hmm. Yeah. This is the oh, only piece of art in the gallery though. That's all That's all I give you. It's nice. you know, I, I, love the, I love the line design or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's the only thing in the whole place, right? Just that it's, and the couch. I want the Tom Haverford type reaction when you start just getting emotional about it. Like yeah. each shape is its own thing, but it's also circle. Together. <laughs> the more I look at it. The more, yeah, yeah, I love that. Is this normal? Having an emotional response to a piece of art? Um, all right. Well, Jeff is traveling, but thankfully I'm glad you had the Wi-Fi capability. The yeah, signal's coming in clear. I can see and hear you. So never I, never a week off with Jeff. He's always that's right. know, on vacation still He's hitting Dan's status of uh, commitment, you know. I, I really am. Yeah. And I just I just got out of a movie, so like I, I like literally walked in the door, peed, uh, wiped my ass because I had to for some reason. Did you That's mute? You gotta do All right, Louis five. K. Yeah. And then, <laughs> did you and then muse sat my, about sat how my butt down here? You know, did you muse about how amazing your movie was? Or hmm. we'll get there. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, have you? Do you guys ever make small talk with strangers after a movie? With strangers, absolutely. I don't like small talk with no. strangers at, at all, ever. Ever. I've had. A, I don't. I've had okay. It happen a just couple making times. sure. I. Yeah, I don't but, either. But I've had a few people that just start chatting with me. Yeah. You know how sometimes you're kind of like slowly, <laughs> kind of slowly no. milling out, especially oh, yeah. if it's really crowded, and then someone will just like start talking to you, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm with some I've friends, and I'm with some friends, and we're choosing not to talk right now. So could you just? <laughs> Dude, I, I literally Please. had that happen at Rise of Skywalker previews, all right? Yeah. And this guy, like, leaned over. He's like, you excited? I go, yeah. <laughs> I go, you know, you? Did I'm he have just his hand on your knee? No, I'm, and I'm awkwardly, like, like, yeah, you, but I don't want to talk to this guy. And he's like, no, I, I don't even know why I'm here. And I'm like, well, why are you here? <laughs> and he's like, oh oh, I don't know. This movie's going to suck. And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> like, he's just, he's just memeing you, right? He's just and the entire you. movie, he sat there and sighed at like every. What a joy! Ah! And I was like, dude, I'm about to punch this guy in the face. What a like, joy! Uh, theme. Uh, uh, just it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so that's doing I, that on purpose. I, I, right? If that does happen, people just like want to invade yeah. people's yeah. lives. And... I had that happen. Uh, at Rise of Skywalker too. They weren't talking to me, but I was next. To, I saw it by myself. I tend to see movies by myself because I don't have time to schedule these things with friends you're so, like i'm just like whatever i just want to go see the movie i'm not going to wait for you so like these uh these group of friends it was like three or four of them 
the whole movie were just doing the sign thing and looking at each other and doing this. Oh yeah, like, lots I, of I, lots I of animated guys. I can see you. I'm right next to you. You're ruining the experience for other people in the in the theater. It's just so stupid. Yeah, this, this, guy really wanted, this guy really wanted an ally, like to like hate this movie on with, and like I think I cheered extra hard during that entire movie, and I would make hard eye contact with them and be like, Whoa! you know, really, just really excited, just to really throw scream him. in his ear, just you know, tap on his shoulder and just stare directly into his soul. Tom Segura has a great bit about someone bringing a baby into the theater. If you guys haven't seen his stand up, he's got a great bit about that too. Oh man, yeah, but that's only happened to me once or twice where just someone just feels confident and comfortable enough to just start chatting with me. Thankfully, mo- for the most part, everyone's very. You just do kind of like the brief eye contact, maybe with the not smile, but just kind of you just kind of bring the edges of your mouth up a tiny bit, like like you know, it's one of those looks, you know, when you kind of see look. people yeah, like it's the, like that. Yeah, I do that every day at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the white guy acknowledgement that yeah. you are there. Was it one of these? Was it one of these Kyles? You just stared directly into his soul and just <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Do you like Star bit. Wars? Huh? Do you yeah, like it? Right. Huh? Next time exactly. I'm gonna be like my favorite character is Jar Jar and just say really outlandish, <laughs> crazy stuff. You know? Yes. Yeah. My favorite iteration of Vader the height was Big Lloyd. <laughs> yes. The height of the series was Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Remember Yoda from, uh, Remember Yoda Yoda from Attack of the Clones? <laughs> Remember that anybody, field of flowers? Anybody else cry at the wedding every time? I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, my gosh. All right. Well, let's talk about some stuff we're playing. Then we'll talk about things we're watching, including I don't want to hear about what Jeff just went to see tonight. And then we'll go through some, some headlines to wrap things up. So let's just jump right in right away with what I've got in my background. And that's Chrono Cross the Radical Dreamers edition, although I wrote Chrono Cross Remastered. That's not the title of it. It's actually Chrono Cross, the Radical Come on, Dreamers Tim. edition. Come on. If you've never played the game, don't know what that means. That's basically this, this um, I'll just call it, to not spoil anything, it's like a group that you're introduced to pretty early on in the game. And uh, they're described as like kind of bandits, essentially, at the beginning. Right. That's kind of how Thieves, they're bandits, yeah. Thieves, bandits, yeah. And so um, there's also a spinoff, kind of text based adventure that they did i think it was right before chrono cross or was it after so i was uh when i was on that stream that i won the free code of by the way which was insane um i think the guy was mentioning that it was like they made it in 96 it was like some sort of text-based thing yeah so it was before yeah before chrono cross and after chrono trigger that makes sense yeah Uh, yeah. but that was of course a story about how this group of thieves sort of connected sort it's it's hard to describe i actually Mm -hmm wasn't that interested in it i played it a little bit and i was like eh, i want to play the real deal right um it's very dated but it's an interesting piece of lore if you really like the lore of chrono cross so i'm playing it on the switch by the way i wanted to show this off because i just think it's so pretty the new Mm. oled switch look at that and i and i got the i don't know if you guys use any um uh, products from the company satisfy Mm. i know it sounds like a inappropriate product it line it is it you is have, not send somebody to your house and you know they do this <laughs> um it is actually spelled satisfy with an e on the end so it's like satisfy e i don't know anyway it's not how you spell words i know that's what that's what we do with marketing though and so i also a while ago got this case it's actually like a pretty big case has all the games and stuff in it so it looks I like thick it. i like their i like their products they're pretty great so anyway um been playing on the OLED Switch. I think it looks so good. I just I love the upgrades to this game because I'm also a big fan of the old PS1 visual style, and I 
I like playing old school games like that. It's it's very nostalgic for me. So I totally get it if other people are like, man, this doesn't look good. Like, I get what you're saying. I think it looks amazing because it's well, very nostalgic for me. Like when you compare like so it's it's kind of similar with nine. And when they remade nine or remastered, sorry, nine recently, it has sort of like the backgrounds, the pre-render backgrounds have like sort of this like painter painting esque yes. kind of vibe to it. And it's similar to Chrono Cross here. It has this sort of like painting aesthetic, whereas like you look at Final Fantasy VII, and I mean that's my favorite game of all time, but that game is friggin' ugly. Like yeah. that is not a pretty game. Yeah, the so. design doesn't hold up as well for that one as it does yeah. for you. Right, nine I think is a better one of the better looking PS1 games. And you know, beginning and ending too. of a generation too, because yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. IX and Chrono Cross were like right at the tail end. Like of Ninety nine, two thousand, so. I think. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it looks great. I like the kind of new 3d models, whereas before it was like the polygonal models, but they're still very flat again, very similar to the old, uh, PS one games. And they, now they just really pop a lot more. Some mm. of the backgrounds and the painting aesthetic actually reminds me of the remake of act razor. Um, mm. just there's something about the animation and the movement and the backgrounds the way it looks, it's just a unique style. And I just think it has a, it reminds me of what they did with, with act razor. So I think it looks really, really great. Um, anyway, what, what are you guys, I'm playing on switch and I think it looks and runs pretty great so far on the switch. I'm maybe two hours in total. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you guys playing it on and, and how do you think it looks? Is it just me? Um, besides Tim, uh, I'll say I bought it on the switch, but yeah, I haven't started it yet. I, I, okay. I, too, I too have it on the switch and have not, have okay. not started it yet. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I bought the PS4 version playing it on my PS5 because um, I like trophies, so I wanted to play it yeah, on the trophies. Yeah. I wanted to buy it there just so I could like really like listen to the music and do everything, but I knew that the better chance to beat it would probably be on the Switch for me. Personally. Yeah, I almost got yeah. it on Steam because although trophies I think are the best, but Steam achievements are pretty satisfying too. Like They're pretty fun to go through and get all those, but I went with Nintendo because... I don't know how long it's going to be till my Steam Deck arrives, and I want to play this game handheld. I love being able to like just pick up and play it for thirty yeah. minutes there. So anyway, um, let's just get like the negatives out of the way. Yes, yep. the frame rate issues, which have uh, been mentioned in reviews and uh, people on Twitter and stuff, it's yep. there. It's definitely noticeable. Fixable stuff though. But you know, it's hopefully like they, yeah, hopefully they release a uh, release a patch where they you know kind of have it run more smoothly. It's more noticeable during combat. Um, when you're roaming around, it's not too bad. Um, but combat, I did notice it on the sequence I just did. It's early in the game where you're trying to sneak into this mansion and the, mm. these rocks being thrown down at you by the yeah. soldier. And I noticed it there because there's enemies that are coming in out of hiding, trying to mm -hmm. ambush you, and you're trying mm -hmm. to climb up without getting hit by rocks. And I was like, this is stuttering a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I forgot to ask, by the way, uh, before we get too far into it. What type of combat is... I didn't even look it up. What type of combat are we talking about here with this game? It's turn-based. Traditional turn-based. JRPG. Okay. Um, I can be patient for that if the game is good. You know what I mean? So Sure. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, find, we'll, we'll find out There's, how I feel so about the, it. So the game is good. I think the it's game... It's 20 bucks, though. So it is, it, is it fast like Chrono Trigger? Like where... Like there's always so like a, a, a turn it, meter? It's like, not completing? ATB. It's not ATB. It's not ATB. Okay. No. Mm. It's stamina-based. But... Keep in mind for the entire game, whether you're exploring the overworld, you're in a city, or you're in battle, you can just activate fast forward with your right trigger. 
and everything moves like at two, three times the speed. It just That's goes nice for fast. grinding, which so, yeah, these games tend goes, to have. And, and it carries over to when you're walking, like all of a sudden, because I left it on after a battle and I was yeah. walking around the overworld ridiculously quickly. I was like, whoa, you can stop. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> way too fast. Yeah. But, yeah, um, but that is nice. That. that is because some of the battle sequences, like when you go into battle, Think about those old PS1 games. It would everything would freeze and it would slowly like spin into battle yeah. and it would it would do like a slow pan of the arena. I remember after a while I'd be like, oh my word, do you have to do this little sequence every time? That's a nice way to to speed it up a little bit. Yeah. But the the battles are very much turn based. It's a three okay. character three character party. So as you grow more, you recruit more and more characters. This game has a lot. I think it's in the high thirties. It's in the I think in the forties. This is one of my favorite yeah. aspects, which I've mentioned like several times. How it has like yep. uh, Suikoden vibes. But you can only have three in a party at a time, whereas a game like Suikoden, at least with one and two, you have mm. six people in your party, which I always right. really loved that. But um, anyway, uh, the battles are stamina based, so you have seven stamina points to use, and you have a weak, medium, or strong attack that you can use to kind of build up the ability to use elements, which are your special moves. So your weak attack takes one stamina, medium takes two, your strong takes three, and the percentage hit rate goes down the stronger hit you try to do early. So for example, the battle starts, if you go for your strongest attack, your percentage of hitting is going to be pretty low. But if you start with your weakest, then the percentage of the other two then goes up. So if you do, like, basically, it's encouraging you to do combos. Like, do weak, do medium, then do strong, and your percentages, your hit percentages go yeah. up every time. So that's what it's trying to encourage you to do, and that's typically how you're going to play most fights. You're going to hit attack, 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 then you're going to use an elemental uh, attack of some kind. And then once um, your stamina is out, then depending on who's got higher speed, the enemy or your other characters will have a turn to go. The um, These older RPGs just had some of the most fun systems, I think. I, I, I don't know why some of these new RPGs just try to be so straightforward with things. They don't, like, play around with anything unique. I, I really like the... Um, and there's not a lot of elements to play with here. There's right. So there's basically, if we're going to just call them colors, there's uh, red, blue, green, yellow, white, black. And basically, each of those that I just listed are the opposites of each other. So if you're if you have an enemy that their affinity is blue, if you cast like a fire element on them, it's it, it's basically like super effective, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's a little Pokemon esque in that way, right? Yeah. They took that exactly. Piece from that. Um, and there's actually action, yeah. and there's actually and I haven't really noticed earlier on. I think it's as you're kind of opening up and getting new elements. Um, in the top left, there's that um. Was it field something? I forget what yeah. it's called. But basically, if you if you get so it's divided into three sections. It's like a, if, it's like a circle, and it gets bigger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you get all three sections with the same color, then basically it's gonna uh, increase the strength of um, like the fourth magic uh, element spell that you cast. Yeah. So like basically, you're also kind of trying to figure that out because the enemies are also doing their own elemental uh, spells, which then throws a different color into the mix. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of trying to time, like, if you're doing, you know, three red elements in a row, then casting that fourth one will be stronger. Um, you're basically affecting the whole field, like the whole battlefield. Yeah. And so if you keep casting fire, the little circle at the top will start, the, the inner circle will be red. If you cast another fire-based move or a red move, I guess you, just, you could say, it doesn't have to be fire, but another red element, yeah. then the next circle becomes red, too. And so if you can get a third one in a row, if you plan it out correctly, you get three in a row, now the whole field is red. And so whoever casts the next red move, it's going to be boosted. Yeah. So it's one of those things where there's strategy to it. you got to understand what the enemy affinity is. You don't want to boost their attacks, so you don't necessarily want the field to be their color. And So it's it's, it's not rock, paper, scissors. It's not like red no. beats blue and blue beats yellow. It's not like that. It's just red and blue are strong against each other. 
green and yellow strong against each other and, and white and black. Yeah. So and another thing that I had literally I like missed and I forgot and I was like, oh yeah, that too. Um the elements have levels to them. So mm. if you have a level two um spell, but if you put that in the first so basically you're you have like a grid. So almost think of like a like an Excel spreadsheet. And you have like you have like one, <laughs> two, three, four rows, right? So you have the like column of level one elements that you could put there. If you put a level two element in that first column, it's actually going to make it uh, weaker. So you'll actually see where it has like minus one. Yeah. And I kind of forgot about that. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh right, you have to you have to kind of take into account where you're actually placing it in that grid. Um, and you can move yeah. it up too, which will make it stronger. So I actually have like plus one if you put it in the third row. Yeah, I like that. And as you get more elements, it's like, all right, so I just got the meteorite move for mm-hmm. Surge for the main character. And I remember using that move a lot. So I want that to be my power move. So mm-hmm. I built up to that. So I put that in the furthest, you know, charged up column. Yeah. And as I level up and get another column, I'll move it again. You know, I want that to be my super strong. Yeah. Um, super strong move. And it's unique, too, because you can only use an element once per battle. So if you use right. meteorite, for example, then you, that you can't use it again that fight. Important so with really, healing, right? You have to really plan out how you use those in each in yeah. each battle, which I like. So I, I like the turn-based strategy. That's the, It's not a turn-based strategy game. But I like the strategy in this turn-based yeah. system. Um, I like it a lot. It's very simple. It's very, like Dan said, it's you have three characters. Everything's pretty similar. You're not, you don't have to learn. Like in Final Fantasy VI, you've got so many different characters, like Sabin, for example, with a special input you have to put in. Yep. It's nowhere near that complex. It's more about planning ahead. So in the menu ahead of time, you're going to want to place elements in the right columns. And um, it's very obvious. Everything is bright red or bright blue or like it, they make it really, really clear. So speaking of planning ahead, Tim. Yeah. What I would recommend for you guys, unless you guys just want to go in blind and you don't actually care. Um, if you come across certain characters that you're like, oh, that's a cool character. I want to recruit them. And you'll know that they're recruitable usually because um, when they speak, they'll have a character portrait. Yeah. Um, those are the ones that you can recruit. Um, there's a lot of uh, mystery with certain characters and how to recruit them. And yeah. you you can miss characters. There's actually some characters you can't recruit because you recruited someone else. So it encourages replay, uh, replayability. So if you want to get like their background story, um, you can recruit them the second time and, and miss out on that other guy that you recruited. I would follow a guide. because um, Oh, it's so not obvious. I remember yeah. I missed out on the one character that is a great throwback to Chrono Trigger. It's not directly connected, but there's like mm-hmm. a lot of homage they're paying. Sure. I'll just I'll just say it. This is not, it's not even big spoilers because you meet him right away. His name mm-hmm. is Glenn, and he's a soldier, mm-hmm. and he's got a whole storyline that involves the Massa Moon Sword. If you've played Chrono yep. Trigger, Frog's name used to be Glenn, and his whole storyline is around this Massa Moon Sword. So it's a really cool mm-hmm. uh, kind of callback cool. yeah. to Chrono Trigger. And I just thought he was a cool like Easter egg because I never saw a chance to recruit him. There was never like an opportunity to. It wasn't until like Dan said, looked at a guide and it was like, no, you can recruit him. He's one of the best green element characters in the game. You yeah. just have to say no when a certain person asks you to help them at a certain moment in the game. If you say no, then he'll. I'm like, that has nothing to do with him, though. Right? It's just, yeah. It's very. <laughs> it's very. <laughs> it's thing. not like it's not like it's yeah. like you want to recruit me or me. You know, it's not that. It's yeah. just a weird answer to a question. So yeah, it's a guide is recommended. It's very nebulous. Yeah, it's okay. definitely very like like yeah. the um Tim. Did you did you recruit Mojo? In the beginning, is he the little doll down the, in the basement? Yeah, the tiki doll thing. I don't remember how to, but I saw him. Right, so you can recruit him, and you had to have you had to do it in the beginning. I don't think you can get him now. Because um, I'm because I'm at that first manor, I already missed out on him. I think so. I could be no. wrong. Oh, um, I get could be wrong. 
but basically there's um along the wall yeah. there's like there's like cat statues you have to like basically respond to like basically you have to click on them and they kind of like react and there's like some text that pops up um and then you the have to get the, down there like worshiping him or whatever right? yeah and you give him the shark tooth and then he oh, kind of has like a yeah. he has some dialogue with you so like and those are things it's like why would you think yeah. why would you think that you know it's yeah. like so that's kind of like where it's like all right it's it's a little bit of like back in the day they're just kind of like yeah figure it out guys or, yeah. or go buy the actual physical guide because the guide will probably just tell you you know I don't have one it. of the better and more varied cast of characters outside of a, a game like Suikoden that I've ever seen. Like it's got a really cool cast of characters, um, even more so than some of my other favorites, like Final Fantasy VI. I think has a great cast of characters, but I think this, in terms of variety and, and are they all Japanese though? No, you're good. Why, why does why does that matter, Jeff? Why does that matter? It's not diverse, guys. It's all the same race. Well, I mean, look it'd at that like, purple dog. Like if, if it was all white people, we'd all be calling it problematic. Okay. Well, there's a purple <laughs> dog right behind Tim's shoulder. Does he look Japanese to you, Jeff? Could be. I don't know. We don't have those here, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a, a, a lot of different characters you can recruit. Some of them are very, well, I know Gaston's listening, very Gaston friendly. You know, we got some half animal, half people going on in some cases. So it'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be good. Um, I yeah, will say that the things. the music is fantastic, especially oh, the over, the yeah. overworld theme. I had forgotten how much I loved that. So, so as chill. it as it kicks in, and the overworld's not massive, so you quickly get from where you kind of came out to the overworld, and then you're getting ready to go into the next area. Sometimes I just waited because I wanted to listen to the music. It's just so good. I love the overworld. I love hearing that, man. The music yeah. in this game overall is like top. It's it's up there with like final the Final Fantasy like overall yeah. music that in that series like it's it's really really good it's excellent. very good yeah excellent um the storyline i think is pretty great there's a um i won't give any spoilers away but there's a big moment early in the early in the game you're very much like oh we're like the small kind of tropical island village and everyone's happy and knows each other and it's all good and then some something happens that really just involves your main character to be honest with you and then that all kind of changes a um, little bit of a, it's a wonderful life moment. And it's just kind of, it's kind of jarring and kind of launches you into the story, which I thought was cool. I, I forgot. I had totally forgotten about how that was the setup. And yeah. Was... I mean, similar with Chrono Trigger, obviously elements of time are involved here. Um, it's not as, um, there's not as many sort of like paths as there were with Trigger. Cause with in Trigger, you're, you're going to several different timelines, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you're traveling through time, but it's the same like sure, sure universe. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Um, so it's but, a little uh, simplified in this one, but still, there's yeah. this sort of like a cool back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure you're gonna play with that stuff a little bit too. Not that we're talking about that, but I liked when you would discover if you go way back in time mm -hmm. and do a thing or bury a thing and then go away in the future, then now you get some special item. Or, you know what I mean? Yep. Like there's there's stuff like that that I thought was really cool in that game. But anyway, yep. Um, I highly recommend this if you like, I mean, if you like JRPGs, if you're like, oh, yeah, I like Final Fantasy IX or, you know, I'm, I dig the classics of the PS1 era. There's no reason. This is one of the best of all of those. But even if you aren't a big fan of that stuff, if you're just curious about this and the aesthetic appeals to you and you want a good like, uh, in-depth story with interesting characters, I mean, this, this is it. This is a good one. Yeah, it's, again, if, if you're into, yeah, like old RPGs where you don't, mind reading there's no obviously spoken dialogue it's all oh, no, there's no dialogue amount no, sorry. <laughs> um, um 
No, yeah. I, this whole era of JRPG is like it's the golden age, man. Like this, yeah. this is like the good stuff, you know. Um, you know, it's um, it'll be a very fun thumb, uh, throwback for me. So I, I love Chrono Trigger. I'm, I'm very surprised I never got around to this game, um, but uh, super glad to get a chance to now. So without having I mean, to pay a hundred bucks, so. and you can auto, you can activate auto battle as well, especially for. I mean, for it, yeah, I, I love all these quality of life changes that uh, Square Enix seems to do with their, you know, a lot of their games. Um, with all their Final Fantasy games, at least. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 here for all those types of features. So, the only thing we're missing now is a Legend of Dragoon remaster, and then we're me and my we're roommate were just talking about that. Yeah, and we're good. So we're we're like well past time for either a re-release, a remaster, or some like out of nowhere sequel to it. So. I mean, there's been those rumors for a year now. After uh, Demon Souls, um, Blue Point doing either that or Metal Gear Solid. So. Mm. Yeah, game yeah. has such a great combat system. Yes, oh, I love that it, game re- so it really does. It really does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back to Dan's point. Like during that era, it was like, oh, it's another turn-based JRPG. Like, yes, but look at all the things they. The only thing that's similar to games like Chrono Cross and Legend of Dragoon is that, yes, you take turns, but the yeah. strategies and the way it Dude. plays out and what you're. How you well, there's so many different mechanics very game different. for game. They're oh, yeah. very different. Yeah, like yeah. Legend. It was cool to even, see which game. Even Xenogears, which is one of the more yeah. overlooked PS1 classics. I love Xenogears. It's not even Xenogears totally finished awesome. if you ever finish it. It's like right. Yeah. What is, well, that was the ending. Um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, even that game like plays totally differently. Yeah. Um, other Square games. It's it. So Legend of Dragoon and Super Mario RPG as far as I know, are the only that have that kind of like where you're interacting with the actual moment to moment, like you're choosing yeah. stuff in a menu, but you're actually doing Well, Paper like, Mario carried that on a little bit, right? Like OK, the, the they, they do some of the timing on the attacks and timing. Yeah, on yeah. Events. Yeah, it was just such a cool element. It just yeah. made it more uh, interactive and fun for sure. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, highly recommend this. I'm loving it. It's uh, it's just been a great way to. Um, kind of revisit a classic, a favorite. I feel I, like I, a I kid already, again, Tim. I, I already have it on the Vita, but um, I'm really digging the visual aesthetic improvements here. Same thing with Secret of Mana, which I bought. That, that released like in 2019. They released a, mm. like a remastered version of that. And I know the reviews on that are mixed, especially if hardcore fans don't like fill in the blank, right? But I thought that was a really cool visual upgrade. So mm. uh, I, I like when they do this kind of stuff. It doesn't mean that the other game doesn't exist. It's fine if you like the old version better. But yeah, this is cool. This is very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that y'all are enjoying it so much. Like, I guess there was some back and forth in the group about how like maybe it's not as good as everyone thought it was going to be. But like hearing y'all two talk I about mean, it, it seems like it's a pretty nice um, remaster or at least re-release. So it's the Chrono Trigger <laughs> issue, right? Put everyone puts Trigger on a on a pedestal, which rightfully so. It's it's one of definitely yeah. the best <clears throat> RPGs of all time. So, yeah, I, I guess I saw you know. more people like, if you're going to play this game, play the original. I saw some of that in the group. Oh, and it's I like, mean, why? why? Like, I don't know. That I've, doesn't even... I don't know. <laughs> because, of the frame, because of the frame weight issue? I mean, yeah, that's annoying. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because the music wasn't changed, right? Like, uh, No, or... so I thought I, for a while there, there was some confusion with the music, and I was actually getting concerned because yeah. it's like, I know the music is excellent. I thought they redid all of it, and I heard some of the tracks, and I was like, this sounds really bad. But no, the music's fine. The music's good. Great. Yeah, I, I yeah. just... I. Yeah, hey, who knows what people are expecting when it comes to like re-releases of their coveted treasures? So. Everyone needs to get sticks out of their butts. That's what hey I'm guys, saying. you ever try liking things? <laughs> Pretty cool. Super into it myself. No, ju- no judgment though. If you like sticks up your butt, we don't want to offend. Well, them. I mean, yeah, sure. I don't want a kink shame. It's twenty. Yeah, we have a lot of fans from the stick butt community. <laughs> 
we don't want especially in our group we don't want to yeah, 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 i feel, yeah, I feel right. like there's a lot of crossover for sure specifically <laughs> in our facebook group Listen. there's a lot of them jeff if it's for pleasure that's fine if it's so you want to be an annoying asshole then stop it all right <laughs> agreed no argument yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't have anything to say I'm about that. I'm looking through. I, I got to give a shout out to our old buddy Mark Allen, too, who I know isn't super active on social media or don't know if he ever listens to the show. He used to way back in the day, but I love that guy. And he's a huge Final That's Fantasy great. fan and Chrono yeah. fan. And I know he's pumped for this, too. So, um, and Clayton. Put some hype in the group, too. Yeah, to be, to be I've fair. only yeah. seen. Clayton is the main one that like has like over the past couple of years, especially. I think he like recently replayed it like within the past couple of years. So Clayton's a big fan of. Uh, He's been of giving me some real big words of encouragement. He's like, yeah, we were yeah. talking about it. He's like, no, oh, I just think, this time, oh my gosh, you know, like, he I was, think it's going to come down. It's going to come down to personal preference, and I don't, I don't think there's any objective saw, thing to point at. And I think it's uh, mostly our friend uh, Jonathan, and I, I like him a lot, um, but he's got a pretty strong opinion on. Hey, I'll stick to the original. It's far better. Okay, that's fair. Well, like, that's your opinion. But I, sure, I'm yeah, going to tell I you, a couple hours in, I played the old one. I played it. Yeah, I even played a little bit of it on the Vita. This is a better version of it. Like, it may be not better in every single way. <laughs> but if you go back and play the old one on PS1, I'm going to guess those frame rates weren't too fantastic there either. Sure. I, I see this I'll critique about a lot of JRPG re-releases, though. I, I guess it wasn't until I point out particular people in the group or anything, but like when Final Fantasy X came out, people were like, oh, I'd rather play the original. They changed the music, you know. I don't, I don't know if I really like the updated graphics. Uh, same thing you happened could switch with, back and forth. You could, but trust me, none of this makes right. sense to me. Yes. Uh, yes. Chrono Trigger, when it was re-released on the 3DS, people were like, oh, they changed the colors, and I don't know if I love you oh, know, the I color. love that version. Do you, but do you remember those arguments yes. like when that game came out? Uh, same thing with uh, Final Fantasy three, you know, which like the graphics of that game were kind of goofy, but like on the people, DS, when, dude, I love yeah, three and the, four on the DS. I love three, dude. Love. Me too, same. Love. Yeah, but when those games came out, people were like, ah, I'd rather play the original. I want like or traditional sprites or whatever. And it's like, mm -hmm. again, yeah, like I think Tim is right. I think it's kind of a preference thing, you know. I think some, I think nostalgia kind of holds more domain over more some people more than others. Dude, uh, PlayStation so, One. Like, is like that's for me that's the thing where i've mentioned before like that was where like i was exposed like my friend exposed me to final fantasy 8 and then everything blew up for me and that's that's the generation for me that i hold in the highest regard it's just yeah, the see, nostalgia for me, it's super and nintendo the, so I, but i can yeah. relate to what you're saying but yeah for me, it's yeah I, I, I understand the feeling that you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. and I, I i'm sitting here appreciating appreciating this remaster and the seven eight and nine remasters so i mean yeah at the end of the day you know, think what you want to think, but I mean, I think this is great. It it makes it more accessible. As long as, you're, as long as you're playing something and enjoying it, yeah, that's all. That's all. Exactly, it's twenty bucks, so somebody like me could spend money on it yeah. and not be mad about it. Correct. Game yeah. game preservation is important. This game being it, I, that, Thank you, and that's kind of what I was building towards. Is like, you know, it's not easy for me to run out and go buy a PS One copy of this game. Uh, it's just not, you know, it's just a fact. Uh, but I, yeah. I can, uh, or in a, in a cheap, you know, affordable way. But like, I can download this game for twenty bucks right now onto my Switch. I don't have to hook up any weird cables to my TV. I don't have to download drivers on my PC. You don't have to I go on Facebook down. Marketplace to find a CRT monitor in order yeah, to make seriously, it Seriously, yeah. You know, so it's like I think that there is something to making sure that a lot of these games, especially something that we thought like Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger that were just kind of lost to time. Hmm. It's important that maybe we like solidify or cement them in kind of a modern day format. Um, 
And you can switch the visuals here, controversial, too. I guess. I don't know. I see what you did there, too, with the loss of time. Yes, well played. Yes. Well oh, done. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean it. I'm not that smart. But, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and you could switch the visuals to the classic, too. So, I mean, there's that also, if you are if you for some reason hate the, like, sort of, like, somewhat up yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say, was that any complaints about this are just, honestly, it's almost like you're just in a bad mood and want to make sure someone else is feeling it too like that that's the kind of thing that's the kind of thing that bothers me the most like if you've got a legit complaint about something like i don't like this and here's why i'm like all right what is it what is the thing that bothers you like oh it's the music is bad or the translation has changed or what like all right i understand those kind of complaints right it's not the original one you remember but mm-hmm. in this particular case i'm like i don't see i don't know what you're talking about performance on the ps1 what do, what do you think the frames per second were on most games? On I was going to say, yes. yeah, I like boot that bad boy up right now on a modern day TV and tell me there's no yeah. frame rate. Jeez, I, uh, so. I almost forgot to show it. I have the original. Oh, look case at that. Right here. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. Non greatest hits. Dude, version. Even, even that like jewel yeah. case just takes me back, man. Like, yeah. oh. It's beautiful. Look at that. Look at that word, that Squaresoft. Who's that? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Mystery. I love that. A bi- from a bygone era. Yeah, a, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Did you, anybody else do the, like for cartridges, did anybody else do the shoebox or a box like a shoebox full of cartridge games? Was that just yeah, me? Yeah. That's, no. That's, no, that's that's exactly how I... Uh, because how it, I fit, it fit great. Like you just slide it underneath mm. the entertainment unit and then oh, like the, they fit great. And you could fit a couple on the side. So you put a bunch yep. down the... Well, and I guess I didn't own so, enough to put them in a shoebox, Tim. You well, must have been a baller. I was <laughs> super, super rich. Very rich. Yeah. Um, so rich that we had one of those houses that the heat didn't reach the top floor where we sure. lived. And so uh, we used, because we had radiator heating, but the radiators upstairs just didn't get hot. So we bought the portable style radiator heaters, you know, the kind that stay in the middle of the room with wheels on them. And you don't touch them because they get super hot. Do you know what I'm talking about? The radiator heaters? They're, yeah. With, with yeah. the wheels on them? Yeah, like the portable kind you can buy. You plug it in, you turn mm. it on, and then like it's usually... It, like ours was a white one and it had and like it gets really hot but what my brother and i realized was that in the morning when you first Mm. wake up you put your socks on there go get Ah. the shower come back out and you got super warm socks to start the cold cold ohio day sounds like a fire hazard (laughs) oh my dad was not happy about it when he saw we were doing that but uh, i'm not recommending it kids who are listening yes um all right so I, I'm loving this walk down memory lane, and I, I'm going to keep playing this one. Like, there's a lot of games that come out, and I'm like, oh, let me grab this, you know, this old nostalgic thing. And then after an hour or two, I'm done. I think I'm going to keep playing this game because I love it. I, I forgot how much I really liked this game. Um, also, I am very excited to finally recruit Glenn, who I missed the first time through. It was to me, it was like yes. the coolest like Easter egg character. Boy, I wish you could play as him. And when I learned that I missed out on that I'm so yep. annoyed because frogs like meeting vincent in final fantasy 7 being like he's really cool i wish you could play as him Wait, yeah. you. <laughs> like he's by yes. far the coolest he's like this he's like this dragoon knight and he's got this big sword and he's very yeah, yeah he's he's a cool character and i always was like oh what a cool easter egg like no he's a character you can recruit yeah amazing anyway all right well the other game that came out was actually not a re-release in a way but it is kind of what do we what do we call the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga? Is this a re-release? A, a reimagining. It's a, new, it's a it's a new game, I would say. Reimagining. It's a new game. All right. Yeah, I, I yep, feel like it, it's. I feel I've like, only played like, like no three of the levels. Even kinda. Not even. Okay. Not even the levels are replicated. Like maybe I was there's. Say, like, I played three of the levels of Episode One, and I'm not recognizing really anything. No, they, they, they didn't. They games. didn't bring in anything from any of the other games. It is okay. completely a new experience. Uh, you could say that it's the same thing in that when you break something, a bunch of Lego pieces come flying out. That yeah, yeah and sometimes you take those broken pieces and build new things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's some formula, yeah, you know, there you similarities. Go. Yeah. 
But for those of you who are playing it, and I'll throw it to you, Jeff and Kyle, since Dan and I did a lot of talking there about Chrono Cross. Um, I'm playing it a little bit, but I think you guys are playing it a little more. Tell me what you think about Lego Star Wars. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh, I haven't played nearly probably as much as Kyle has, but uh, or maybe even Tim, you might have played more than I have. If you've you meant you just said you played it, right? Or you I played episode. Played? I played three of the whatever levels or areas. Yeah. Episode one. So I kind of. I kind of am in the same spot on episode four. I started with A New Hope. I just went uh, release order, basically. Well, that's, that's how they start do. you, right? When you start they the They want you to start on they four. Do. It's yeah, sitting weirdly, on four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you both, you and Kyle, sounds like you both started with episode one. Uh, I, as yeah. soon as I saw that, I was like, you can't make me do that. And so I went it's back. Yeah. <laughs> Can you play as Jar Jar? Yes. Yeah. All right. So this yeah. game is Goaty. as everybody. This game is Goaty, right? I mean, you Dude, can play you should see the we'll character list. It's crazy. Yeah. There, there, there's milk drinking Luke. Like that's all he does is drink milk. Like, <laughs> all right. So yeah, Bodhi, like, right? I mean, yeah. There are there are characters yeah. that have like no bearing on like doing anything. They're just kind of like yeah, they're yeah. just there. They're just in there to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm in uh, in a new hope. I'm like I don't know five missions. Whatever. I just switched before I left out of town because I'm playing on PS5. I didn't have it on Switch, so I didn't get to take it with me or anything. Um, I left off where I switched to Obi Wan on the Death Star, and uh, he's got, I think, R2 and... I think he's got R2 with him, right? R2 and C-3PO? Oh, again, there. Um, I haven't played that one yet, so I don't know. But, uh, well, I mean, in the movie, doesn't... It, oh! Like, everybody uh, else split up, like, they no, split up, and, and Han and, by, Han and Luke himself. are together with Leia. Oh, he's, he's by himself. Yeah, the droids oh, okay. split up, uh, Han and Luke split up, and then Obi-Wan split They all kind of... Okay, so, so in the game, Obi-Wan is reunited with them for some reason. And, uh, yeah, get so we're get, I'm getting to the duel... Uh, and I use the term dual loosely uh, because back in 77, that was not <laughs> that was not a great action scene. But uh, that was that was two old men barely moving the sticks that they were holding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let us yeah. touch our tips. <gasps> yeah. Uh, but uh, so I'm going to that point, and then I, I, there's really not much left after that. Um, so uh, I'm realizing that now, playing the movie back in my head, I'm like, there's really not a lot after that. There's like, no, there's, there's yeah. not much to that <laughs> kinda, movie. Really. Night with the rebel forces, and then you take on the Death Star, and that's it. That's the movie, you know. Um, so After what, you, you know, leave I, the Death Star, I don't. I, I would be surprised to hear whatever the playable sections are in that game. Yeah. Exactly, because like, the they do try to stretch it out. Play. They try to stretch it out. Well, I heard that back when they were filming this, they asked Alec Guinness to do a backflip during the fight, and he just would not cooperate. Yeah, you know, you know I heard he just was a, just a real stick in the mud about all this. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I'm a real like, artist. What am I doing here in the desert? <laughs> and they were like, "Here's your paycheck." He's like. Whatever. Where do we start? Yeah. Would you say <laughs> a lightsaber, lightsaber in the mud, Kyle? Or oh, lightsaber in the mud, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the <laughs> physics of the lightsaber will allow that, but whatever. Yeah, uh, so the physics are not real, happen, Jeff. Right? Don't they? <laughs> episode seven doesn't she push it into the ground? And anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's really fun so far. It's exactly what I expect out of a Lego game, but there are some improvements. I would say I would call them improvements, but they're not major. Uh, to the melee combat and uh, the shooting, especially the shooting is definitely the shooting is wild, upgrade. how crazy. Yeah, it's it like definitely the game. biggest upgrade across the entire game, uh, Lego franchise or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because uh, because you know you you can run to cover, sneak out of cover, and it just feels better to shoot. Like it's not yeah. it's a little more responsive now. It feels like a third person mm-hmm. shooter when you're using a gun. Yeah. 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 You get behind cover, yeah. Yeah, so I like that stuff, and uh, I, I'm, I'm such a sucker for finding things. Uh, Kyle, you brought up a great point when we were chatting about it. Um, 
in our whatever Facebook chat that nobody else is invited to that's listening to this, uh, that, <laughs> that uh, it's, it's probably better just play through like the story just play through. Yeah. and then explore as other characters because certain unlockables you can't get to uh, because yeah. certain characters have certain abilities, especially yeah. classes. Classes yeah. are a thing in this game now, like, you know, uh, the Jedi class, the droid class, the whatever, Sith class, whatever. Um, and you want to upgrade those as you go along. Um, there's the map is freaking massive. Like, I mean, you can not only jump planets uh, as you unlock them in story, but like each planet has like a certain map that's kind of, you know, a dedicated mission or whatever. And um, yeah, you, it's just crazy how yeah, every, every this planet game has like a hub area. Yeah, and when exactly. I mean a hub area, I mean like a gigantic town or like yep. a gigantic <laughs> thing to explore. Yeah. But also before you land on the planet, there's like a gigantic area of space you can explore, like before you even like go into the planet's like atmosphere. That's yeah. Uh, it, this game's is like as long as you want it to be. I haven't like, flown I'm, yet. I haven't flown yet, and I don't know that uh, episode four will have a lot of that until the Death Star. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like true. ah. Well, episode one had some pretty fun little escape sequences from the "There's always a bigger fish" scene. Uh, that scene was so great. Yeah. I thought that was fun. That was <laughs> yeah, really I had, fun. I had a great time playing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying episode one. Uh, there's some great jokes. Uh, I'm all the way to episode three right now. Um, and again, I'm, I'm just kind of cruising straight through it. Because every time I go and deviate off the path, it's like, you need R568. And it's yeah, like, so I don't even explore, know what that is. Like, it's not yeah. going to reward you until free play anyway. Yeah, I, I would wait. And like, and if, you know, for Tim, especially for you, like, it's super easy to like, here, pick up controller and play Chewbacca, kid, you know, and like, jump in and like, really explore. Because uh, uh, that, that's like the best way to like, maximize like, solving puzzles and like finding stuff um i don't know if this game's online i guess i haven't checked i don't know if there's co-op online i don't know if it's just I think it is. yeah there I think is um, i want to give it a try you know i, I think that sounds fun but um yeah. I'm, I'm i'm i think it's very funny like i'm actually laughing out loud not because i'm just like some some star wars geek it's 98 percent that but like the other two percent genuine laughter um i think that there's uh i won't like spoil too many jokes but like there's one joke where uh like Padme's trying to get Anakin's attention and like he's just doing something else and Padme's like what do I have to do get uh, kidnapped by Tusken Raiders get some attention around here and like that's just funny to me I don't know like just like it's 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 ridiculous so there's just like tons of stuff like that uh, in episode seven which I haven't gotten to yet when like Poe and like Finn meet back up with each other they embrace and like hug and like giant like like hearts go all around them so <laughs> hey like, isn't the, there the, a joke about like how the Tusken Raiders the village has men and the women and children too isn't there a joke about that yeah yeah no there, there is a man women and children yeah there there's there's yeah. a lot of like they take quotes and kind of yeah, like the village know. has men and the women and, and women children and children yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's just there's a lot of really uh, silly stuff and again like the Poe and like Finn like gay relationship stuff is like total like fan headcanon stuff but like they're like we're leaning into it you know like so there's just there's a lot of like just uh uh I know leaning into like the zeitgeist of like uh of Star Wars existing as memes on the internet you know like, yeah. It, yeah yeah I feel like they they pull a lot from that stuff so uh, I've been really enjoying that and just the moments where like I'm on Coruscant and I'm like so where do I go? You know, like, it's just like, because there's so much to explore and so much to there do. There is, yeah. I'm really glad there's at least a waypoint to kind of keep you on track, but, like, you could yeah. you could sit in these areas for hours and do stuff if you had enough characters to unlock certain areas, so... I mean, it's um, no wonder this game took... I mean, because everyone was like, where is this game? They just were yeah. silent yeah, for so I'm, long. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm seeing it on a grand level in terms of its scope and everything, you know. I I will agree that, like, maybe the lightsaber mechanics are, like, upgrades are superficial at best, you know. But, like, uh, if you wanted to play defensively, which there's no reason to, this game's very easy, uh, (laughs) you can uh, hit triangle to, like, counter people or do a counter counter move and stuff like that, kind of a la, like, Arkham Asylum or those Arkham games. Way slower paced, I would say. Uh, But mostly you're just kind of, like, jumping and jamming on the melee button. And even if you die, Um, it's one of the least punishing experiences you'll ever have. Yeah, you lose some punish you them all coin and that's it you lose, like yeah. in a game where you have like five hundred thousand coins you lose 10 coin every time you die or yeah exactly <laughs> what is this dark souls yeah it's it's super <laughs> mistakes yeah um i'm 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 really enjoying it. i think I it's think very it looks cute. really good too i want to mention that i think the visuals are like Dude, not that looks, the lego yeah. games have been ugly but this game particularly there's certain scenes and like when he came up from the water in naboo surfaces. i was like whoa this looks really i noticed it more and definitely like the the art design of the levels and stuff more than the characters because the characters are just lego characters but in in the background and stuff like the just the i don't know just the way it's like drawn or animated in the background i'm like holy crap this is like yeah this is like hdr like it's it looks really good it looks great yeah Yeah. and even even i was running down the hallway with qui-gon's little ponytail flapping on the back of his cloak but it looked like a lego piece that was like just mildly loose you know what i mean like it yeah, was just yeah. well mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. just it, i feel like it's actual lego pieces that i'm controlling and that's what makes it look really and good also i like the puzzles like i feel like they kind of revamp the puzzles a little bit i don't remember them being not that they're hard but they're just more i'm like oh yay kind of like uh, you know i'm like more like jolly yeah. <laughs> with stumbling upon them I'm a little uh, happy. I remember playing some of the Harry Potter Lego games because I had a lot of friends who love those games, and I was like, yeah, I don't I like know what these games. puzzles want me to do right now. Yeah. Whereas I feel like well, that maybe they're a little more involved in this game. They're also a little more clear of what you're supposed to do. So, yeah. uh, so for my dumb self who doesn't know how to do puzzles in any game, like I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is great kindergarten level stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it is funner. I think it's funner to interact with the puzzles in this game in general. Um, I'm really liking it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's same a, here. It's not going to get game of the year or anything, but like it's yeah. it's it's a uh, it's a hell of a good time. I think it's super cute and charming, and yeah. you know, it's yeah. certainly a game that targets a younger audience, but not exclusively. So if you're if you're yeah. like, I don't want to play a game for kids. Well, okay, fair enough. But think of it more like a Nintendo Mario or Kirby game. Like, yes, the the audience. It's very friendly. It's very kid friendly, family friendly game. Yeah. But you can totally enjoy it as an adult. Well, I think people that adults that will fire up the game and see the intro uh, montage sequence will be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I have to play this game." Like, because that <laughs> that tugs on a lot of like nostalgia feels and heartstrings in this certain way that even adults can respond to. Uh, at least I did. I was like. Am I getting chills right now from a freaking Lego montage? This is crazy. Dude, it, it made me want to fire music, up the right? movies right away. Like I wanted exactly. to say, like, I'm going to watch it's all the, the Star it's Wars. The actual now. score and like and just very real moments from the from the movie without many jokes. Like they just kind of played it serious, and I was like, that actually worked. Like that actually hit me. So that was really well done on their part. Yeah, I'm with you. So excellent. Two excellent kind of throwbacks in a way but also new in a way yeah. uh, lego mm-hmm. more so lego does i'm with you kyle lego feels like a totally new game like it and it is um so but also it's not in a way because you've played like you've, most of us have played some form of lego star wars yes. mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. 15 plus years so, uh, mm-hmm. most of us have but this is very very different actually my uh my four-year-old found one of our old we have like one of those um ds xls it was back when the ds was still a thing before 3ds but they made a larger version of it might have been a dsi xl but anyway we had an old one sitting in some, the back of some drawer somewhere in the house and it had 
the original Lego Star Wars in it that came out for DS, like the old school one. Okay. And yeah. he and so he turned it on and was like just kind of randomly hitting buttons, not really playing it. But I looked at it and I was like, that looks horrible. Like that looks so <laughs> bad. It looks real bad. I so, remember back then though, you're like for me, I was still like, these look like real Legos, you know? Exactly. So, uh, and of course, that was the DS out. version. The yeah. DS version of everything looks pretty bad. But, sure. Um, yeah. But hey, they made a 3D Lego game on the DS. You got to give them credit for that. It just didn't. Sure, yeah, early tech too, yeah. <laughs> and that's all right. Hey, speaking of my kids, I wanted to throw this out there uh, before we talk about MLB the show, which I do want to hear about. Um, but my son uses birthday money to buy Kirby in the Forgotten Land, and him and my daughter have been co-oping it. Nice. And are nice. loving it. Like he, and also even when he's playing it solo, like I've never, I haven't seen him this excited about a game in a long time like he just keeps coming up with me a new That's power awesome. a new funny yeah. thing and he's just That's awesome he is it's, loving it it's super charming and creative um mm-hmm. my wife and i have crossed like i would say the halfway mark there's something specific a uh, certain uh boss that you fight and then a certain moment that happens um yeah it's it's just it's really it's really cute it's really fun yeah just Dude, to keep he was adding giggling powers. nonstop at the. There's a water balloon type power, yeah, and he could yeah, not yeah. stop laughing at that. Yeah. It was just, it's real funny. I agree. Well, it's just like right, when cool. when he balloons up, whatever he's swallowing, that's huge. His tiny little feet and arms just like yeah. so like flailing. It just looks hilarious. I just did the level where he's. Uh, that's what I've been playing during my breaks here. Oh, okay. Uh, and like that when he, I just did the level where he's like, uh, first you encounter a fire enemy, and you can get that ability. And uh, then you become like a giant staircase. It's yes, so dude, the staircase just, is amazing. All you're doing is right? falling over and yeah. smashing things. It's so. And amazing. his mouth is just a straight line, so he just yeah. looks like no emotion. <laughs> like it's just, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's I can't. I don't. I don't know how they think of that stuff. Like it's just crazy to me. <laughs> Makes you wonder what powers didn't make it in the game that they were thinking yeah. about. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just some weird stuff. Dan, have you should. Should... Damn, it's such an entertaining game. Like, I mean, like, if anybody's, like, kind of sleeping on this game, uh, uh, I know it's full price. Maybe, obviously, wait for that 5% off scale, that Nintendo, uh, sale that <laughs> Nintendo loves to do. But uh, <laughs> I bet you it'll be, it'll be like, it won't be till holiday, but I bet you holiday yeah. you'll see it for, like, thirty nine ninety nine. More than $39.99, yeah, yeah, they won't tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems like the list will go. Yeah, so, I mean, I do recommend it for that, at least, uh, because it is very fun, I think, and it, it, it can appeal to all gamers. And it's a lot of game. It's not like it's a short little... No. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, four hour thing. Because yeah. my wife was like, "Are we getting to the end here?" Like, because basically, there's there's the areas that you're going through in the beginning, and then it looked like it was cutting off. So my wife was like, "Are are we like getting to?" I was like, "No, there's no way." Because there's definitely more upgrades of powers that we need to do, and right. we haven't found all the blueprints yet. So, but yeah, it's really fun for sure. Good stuff, man. And like the town, unlocking the stuff in the town is really cool. So as you're saving more of the waddledies, new buildings are opening up in the town. So there's an economy in, in Kirby, which is cool. Um, and there's a whole... It's like, um, I mean... I, the way you said it. I'm sorry. It's just I know. It was, yeah, that was funny. That I was, was channeling Michael Huber. I was thinking of culmination. 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 Oh, I thought that was just like the New England snuck out for a second. There. I thought, I thought so too. Yeah. <laughs> um, the And I mean, this is Kirby. So it's like minor spoiler, I guess. There's a, a Coliseum that opens up eventually. Um which is really cool. And there's like um, some enemies that you come across in there that you don't come across in the actual levels, which is cool. So kind of a, an homage to, to some of the past of Kirby. And that's all I'll say, but that's pretty nice. cool. 
Well, now I don't need to play it because you meant you mentioned it. That's yeah, you have you, have you really chaining Tatum this up? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you actually not unlocked the Coliseum? How far are you? No, 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 no. I'm not that far. I just finished the one the stairs level. That's like level four. That's like the first level after like the demo finishes. You know. Well, I mean, so. get get on my get on my level. On, I gotta get on your level. Yeah, you're yeah. the pro gamer here. You gotta I'm, you gotta swallow those stairs and then climb up. One, basically. Uh, <laughs> you gotta to climb up level. those stairs. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta climb up those Kirby stairs to get on my level. So. Oh man, some of those puzzles were like. What does it want me to do? And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, I can hover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel so dumb with these games. Yeah. You kind of forget that though with yeah. Kirby. That he just like balloons up and like yeah, floats around like right. oh yeah, he can do that. Or if I'm about to fall off the edge, just be like, oh yeah, that's right. I'll flap my wings and yeah. my little chubby wings or, or tiny wings and the chubby body and yeah, exactly. my way up there. Is Kirby still considered like the OP character of Smash Brothers? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's the only one that survives that whole like storyline of the you know when everyone they all dying. get turned yeah everyone like yeah dying exactly there's a storyline where they all die Jeez. i didn't know i didn't yeah. know this either yeah the, well yeah. there's like the whole cg the cg thing for like the story mode there's like the story mode of um ultimate and kirby's the only one that survives so when you start the story mode survives like, dark ass story <laughs> so you have to go save them you guys y'all got y'all missed out on, yeah like, wait, 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 wait. hating does, on super smash brothers the year it came out does, does y'all miss the whole story mode. and then does he does he snap and then all the yeah. I, listen? I'm, start I, listen, I know you're trying to be cute right now, but kind of <laughs> a little bit like, yeah. like some glove. Like, isn't I don't know if it's a glove. It, monster, it's the like, glove, right? Isn't it? Yeah, the giant some glove? glove like monster comes through, and it's, it's not like, Master Hand, right? But like he does like shoot like lasers. They all turn into like, figurines, right? They yeah, and they turn into figurines, figurines, and like Kirby is like collecting all the figurines oh. to become like the people in your party. It's Y'all Smash Brothers Infinity War. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Kirby is Ant-Man. Got it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, Kirby No, no, no. Be... Kirby is the rat that gets Ant-Man out of the quantum ah. realm. That's the true. That rat the... does not get enough credit. He saved He actually everybody. saved all everything. The whole universe, yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. good point. Shout out to rats. Yeah, good job. Good job, rats. <clears throat> Except the ones in Elden Ring. I hate those guys. And Plague Tale. Um, and Plague Tale. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, I guess some of them are your friends, so I don't know. Yeah. Spoilers, Channing. Some, some of them killed your dog too, so it's not great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, tell me about MLB The Show 22. I've actually seen several people in the group posting about this too. It baseball yeah. season people just got in way, so it's that time of year. Um, what do you think about it? Yeah, I don't have uh, any. Uh, last time I played a, a baseball game super hard was on PS2, and you know I worked at Blockbuster, and I was playing everything I, I could. And uh, and I would I would just sink my teeth into those arcadey type of baseball games. That's and, me. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of like NFL Blitz, where like it's arcadey and it's dumb, and I yeah. love it. Like I just want to play those type of games. MLB the Show allows you to play however you want. Like there's at least six play styles you can choose uh, from every mechanic that they have, which is so freaking rad. Um, I might be over. I don't know, over whatever, projecting that. But I, I think it's like five or whatever. So, like, for hitting, you can choose a different way to hit. For for pitching, you choose a different way to pitch and stuff. And so you can make it easier for yourself, or you can be one of those uh, try-hard, get-good types <laughs> and make it more, like, make it more professional, if, if that's even a thing for That way you game. can say things like, get on my level or get on, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who would say so that? So, like, for, for pitching, for example, keeping, uh, um, for pitching, I chose a pulse, which, like, uh, it, this, uh, it just kind of, you know, it's like a ball, basically, that's just doing this mm -hmm. kind of fast. And at, the, at its smallest point, that's when you throw it for the best accuracy. 
um, and you use the left, I think it's the left stick to aim where you're going to throw it at. See, that um, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so like that's one of them, but that's like one of five ways you can pitch using the controls. That is uh, the tough thing with sports games. Over the years, yeah. they, they got way, just every button is, is you, you do something with, and then right. some of them even have multiple things that you're doing with. Yeah, like Madden games. is basically like, yeah. good luck. Have yeah. fun. Uh, exactly. I mean, they might have customized it more because I know it's it's not 2K, never mind. But uh, <laughs> I don't know who it is. Uh, EA, right? Uh, EA, so this is not EA. EA. Uh, this right. is Sony, right? Isn't this Sony? Yeah. Um, yep, yep. By the way, you know how surreal it is to get this on Game Pass, launch it, fire it up on my Series S, and it says Sony Entertainment Presents, and then it's PlayStation Studios? It's, That's so it, freaking weird. Does it really say that? I thought it was yes. published by someone else on Microsoft. It says and PlayStation Studios. It has the, the whole, like, wow. you know, it has the whole, like, Marvel so, Studios uh, thing. San, where it's like San Diego? Images. San Diego Studio? Uh, wow. That's oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. It's so surreal, though. Um, but but uh, I do love that that part happened. Like, it happens right at the beginning. It, t- it asks you, what's your experience level? And I say, I've never played it before. And then it walks me through everything that you do in the game. Like, even if you're um, out in the outfield and you have to catch a ball, it's like, okay, so what button do you want to press to throw it to base? Like, you have the option of using a joystick, and you got to flick it to the right or left for whatever base you want to throw it to, or using, you know, B... Uh, on the Xbox, of course, B, Y, X, you know, like that's what direction you want to throw it to. Um, I just love that level of like being able to customize your, your experience with the game. Um, I didn't play a full game. I did start, it dumps you right in as it means to like kind of do trial by fire. Um, I didn't play a full uh, game because there was nine innings and I'm an idiot. I should have just done three. Um, but um, so I just left it on the recommended setting, which was uh, it was super easy mode basically. But I told it to adapt to how well I'm doing. Um, so in the first inning, I got a I got two home runs and a grand slam, and then the second inning started, and I was like, oh, they're all they're catching all my stuff now. Oh no. <laughs> and then the AI is like, I hope you enjoyed that because it's exactly. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, so like, Play I time it's... is over. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I really, re- I actually like that though. I like that it was like it adjusted. Uh, otherwise, it's just where's the fun in just being amazing at a game the entire time? You I know, there's got to be some. Challenge. I actually prefer when you build up to it. Like some... I, some games like that where you're good right away and then it scales back. That can yeah. be discouraging. It's good to hear that maybe it's not in that case, but yeah. I, I much re- I like being able to build up to being really good. At right, and, and also the the times that I allowed them to get a home run was me making a stupid mistake. Was me going, I'm going to throw to third instead of uh, <clears throat> instead of like throwing throwing this pitch. And then when I do, uh, I I don't know, I mess up and the guy makes it home and I'm, I'm pressing the wrong button. So like every time they've scored on me or gotten me out, it's my fault. And so, I mean, that's that's the kind of game it is, though. Like, it's like it's you mostly doing the problem, uh, being the problem. Um, but it's I do want to play it more. I'm 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 very impressed with it. So, like, you can style it to play like arcade, even though it is trying to be a more accurate baseball game, at least depiction wise. Mm. Um, so I I dig it so far. Graphically, it looks great. I think they always kind of have, though, that it, as each generation has gone along, I think they've always looked good. I think oh, that's yeah. kind of what they're known for. Um, like the fact that I'm playing as the Rangers in the um, whatever, it's Arlington Baseball. I don't know what the hell it's called nowadays. They change the names to things in Dallas all the time. 
Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what it's called, but like I've been there a few times. So like it's just I'm like, oh yeah, no, I recognize that. I recognize like it's just. Do you see Six Flags in the in the distance? <laughs> no, remember because they don't use that one anymore, right? They they built a new stadium. Um, I didn't know that. Field. You didn't know I that? Thought, I thought the one right next to Six Flags was the new one. No, they use that one for uh, I think. I think they use it for training, but also like minor leagues play there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this one is like a, it's more like a dome and it's much nicer. Like it was built around the same time as the Cowboy Stadium, which is okay. not even called the Cowboy Stadium. It's called something else. I have no idea what it's called. Like yeah. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> not that anyone is really Cal asking this, but I was curious. So I looked it up. And so yeah, it's San Diego Studios, which is a subsidiary of PlayStation Studios, which makes sense. That's why you're seeing the logo come up. Yeah. Um, but I might published, have myself published, when I said that. yeah, published wise, uh, Sony only published it on PlayStation. Then you have oh. M- MLB Advanced Media published all the digital versions, yeah. and Kokum International published all the physical, non PlayStation physical versions. So, oh. gotcha. So That's yeah, the only very, that entire deal was very interesting. How they I worked think that it's, out. I think it's MLB. Especially. I think MLB drove that decision. Like once the con- the exclusivity contract was up, they wanted that studio to keep making it because they're so happy with the game that they're making. But I think. My understanding is they've all always been pretty solid. So well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing because uh, they had the 2K baseball games mm-hmm. that just would would not sell as well as the show did for years. Right. And obviously they stopped that series, and now they can make more money having this on uh, two platforms instead sure. of just one. So and yeah, also, like... I, my understanding as well, I think Thomas posted about it in the group that uh, he he had a customizable player that he created, and it carried it carried over from 21 to 22. And so he was able to get him drafted to like the Yankees or something like that. Something, some big team he was able to get them drafted to. And I haven't even gotten that far. I haven't even gone to the creative, create a player part and do like that journey. I just played one game just to see how it felt and it felt good. So So I was curious what else um, San Diego studio made. So they did most, they've done mostly sports games, but they've done some other stuff too. Back in 2002, they made the Mark of Cree. For PlayStation 2, if you guys remember. Yeah, that I remember game. that. Yeah. Oh, remember that was them? Yeah. That was them. They did a bunch of NBA games. Um, NBA 2005, that's all it's called. That was for PSP. And then they did a bunch of PS2, PS3, and PSP NBA games. Like The Inside was a big one, that, that series. NBA 09, The Inside. NBA 10, The Inside. They stopped after 10, though, I think. And then really just focused on MLB The Show. They've been doing that every year since 07, it looks like. And then they did a few other games like Mon Nation Racers for the PSP. Oh yeah. Um, they did that. Little Big Planet Karting. I didn't realize that had a kart game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. PS3. That's that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, Kill Strain. Does that ring a bell? Came out in two thousand six. I remember the name, but sounds for reason, having a hard time like getting yeah. images in my head. And then another Kill game Strain, called Pain that I've never heard of. So anyway, Pain. they've they've done a little bit outside of the sports realm, but just not a ton. I haven't heard of those. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, not nothing huge, like no no really big names for any of those. Mark of the Cree, I think, was like a PS2 tech demo. You know, like you know, it was, I don't it was even like remember early, that game, early, but I remember early like, PS2 I can picture game. the I can picture the cover like from Blockbuster. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah same here. Video, I, it's in my you know? mind's eye right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can picture the cover of it. Looking up the up and down the aisles at Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, my dad's like, "You can rent a game," and I'm desperately looking for something like uh, I gotta find and Mark of Cree is one of those games you would, I would always see. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like I've seen it. Um. All right, and then Kyle, I know you played some of the new Mario Kart 8 courses, right? I did not know. Oh, no, that was me. Oh, Jeff. Jeff did. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, I paid the. I don't have the Nintendo um, Plus Plus Max. 
deal, it's, whatever that one's it's, called. Yes. Switch oh, expansion because you're a rich Hang person. Hang on, it's Switch Online Expansion Plus, right? It's super <laughs> extreme. No, I thought there was an Ultra. There's no Ultra in there. Nintendo the Ultra, Ultra Extreme Plus Alpha Max. something. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't it's, have that because I called Switch Online annually and, and, and it, Switch Online Exerd or whatever. <laughs> it was more. It was cost more to get that than to just buy the the, the extra tracks all yeah. at once for like forty bucks. Um, so I bought that and I played the, they dropped eight tracks already. And my understanding is that they're all from cart Mario Kart tour. That's my understanding. I haven't played that game. So these are all new to me. And, uh, and what do you, what can you say? Except it's still great. It's still a great game. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. why they don't need to make a sequel yet. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like it still plays. This well. was like, this is the I sequel mean, that we were like hearing rumors about was like 48 tracks. And everyone's like, there's a new Mario Kart coming out. And it's like, nah, they don't yeah. need to do that. They really don't. Like, nothing's broken. And this is really like forward thinking of Nintendo. K, so, in a really yeah. uncharacteristic way, this feels really, like, forward thinking of them. Like, yeah. hey, let's take one of our old games and we'll put DLC out for it. Like, they don't even do that for their new games. Like, it's... It's true. Um, it's, true. it's an interesting uh, yeah. take, you know, and um, I, I think it probably paid off for them if I had to... If so, I had, if like, I had played Mario Kart Tour or whichever games that these tracks were originally a part of... I'd probably be admiring the artwork more and have something to compare it to. So that was the, maybe the I should mobile, look it up. Maybe I should look it up. Out. That's the mobile game that's out now, and it actually looks surprisingly good already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it looks it looks great in the Mario Kart Eight world. Um, I'm excited yeah. for the N64 ones because I think we'll all yes. remember a lot of those tracks and um, that stadium. You know, we'll really get to see Mario like stadium. how how good those those graphics are now. Yeah, because I know those like the back of my hand. Like I played those so many times. Yeah, I think I might do what you did, Jeff, because I don't see a lot of reason for me to grab the Expansion Pass Plus thing. Mm -hmm. But the idea of getting all these extra courses is very appealing to me. Yeah. I I might do that. And I don't know that we know the drop rate yet, but, I mean, the fact that they drop eight the first wave is like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think there's going to be four waves over the next year, I think is what they said. I I know they said until, like, 2023, yeah, they're going to drop, like, keep just keep dropping them. But we don't know, like, if it's quarterly or what. Oh, it can't be four of eight because there's 48 tracks coming. Yeah, so, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, they'll probably keep, they'll probably put out maybe one a month. That'd be kind of cool. If you, got, if you get something to look forward to, like, one every yeah. month, like, that'd be awesome, yeah. Dang. Yeah, that'd be great. They'll, they'll probably definitely space it out. It's Nintendo. Yeah. 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 I mean, look how they're spacing out their, so, um, the virtual console stuff. They're spacing that out quite a bit. They yeah. sure are. Um, they're spacing out their first-party releases. They're spacing those out pretty. <laughs> oh, hey, whoa. Hey, sick hey. burn, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I am curious what we're going to get on the Nintendo Switch. I know that they actually do have essentially a game a month. Yet again, I've talked about this a lot in the past, about how it's cool when Nintendo gets into a cadence of... Even when, release, right even when they're not releases for me every time, <clears> it's just really cool to see that. And they're, they're kind of doing that at the moment between... I think this year so far, coming from wrong, we've had... Pokemon Legends, Arceus. Is that how you say it? Arceus? And then uh, Triangle Strategy, I think, was February, wasn't it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then... Or March. Oh, or March. It doesn't March, March, yeah. March had... Or maybe it was right at the beginning of March, but I counted as February. Let's count it, to stick with my little theory okay. here. Sure, and then yeah. Kirby, it definitely was the end of March. And yes. then this month, you've got Nintendo Switch Sports, or whatever it's called. Switch oh, Sports. Oh, yeah. The Switch Sports. Um, and then Set May... There was one in May that I'm blanking out on, but then June is Mario Strikers. So it's almost a game a month. I'm here for it, yeah. Half of the year. I, I, feel awesome. really, I feel really sad because like when they announced that like Wii Sports thing, I was like, that's so cool. I'm never going to buy that. But I thought it was super <laughs> cool. Like I, I, um, 
I kind of, I, I don't know. I kind of just wish I, I still had like, I was in that mode where like getting up and like waggling stuff was fun. But like, <laughs> man, I just remember loving Wii Sports. I wish so I could much. just buy bowling. I like the bowling. I, I would yeah. just, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I learned how to break bowling pretty early. So like, I could get a strike every time. Dude, there was something you know what? so something satisfying really, about really knocking nice about down it. those 100 pin. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. The, the kind of zanier bowling modes. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I love those mini games that were part of it. I yeah. like fencing. We did a lot of like fun fencing stuff, like <laughs> fencing party games. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Ooh, there's a lot and, of really um, fun multiplayer tennis games. Tennis was fun. What was the the yeah. second um Wii Sports? The one that was like what was that? Wii Sports Plus or something? They had the uh, American Resort, Gladiator yeah. one when they yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. Yeah. yeah like that one was super cool. Um, and I gotta tell you, if, if people liked those games and games like it, I actually do think Ring Fit Adventure is a pretty great like get up and move gaming experience like i do highly recommend it like i it's been a minute since i've played it now but i probably put a good 10 12 hours into it you legitimately work up like your heart rate gets going for real and uh there's ways around it like if you are determined not to exercise we want to play the game like there's movements that it's trying to sense and you can kind of fake it if you really want to but you could also just really do it and actually run and actually like do the movements and stuff and um that was that's a really cool little kind of mini RPG adventure to also make you exercise. I I admire that. Nintendo won't stop trying that, and I really commend them yeah. for it. Like they yeah. have a really like health focused like kind of apparatus every single time they come out with a new system. Uh, even for the handhelds, like back in the day, like they're like the pedometer and stuff like that. There was always like things that they were trying to do to like get you to just be more healthy. Yep. And I don't know, I kind of like a. If we're gonna all like worship corporate shill companies, I like the ones that at least like look out for us a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, know. Ring Fit Adventure is a legit fun exercise. That sounds cool. Yeah, with like an cool. actual adventure with a big dragon you're trying to fight there's and there's stats. boss battles and there's stats. You you level up like it's an yeah. actual event, and then you can also just Make log series. in and just pick the exercises to do. So it's got that's cool both worlds like if you just want to get on an exercise because the ring itself it's like this kind of bendable <clears throat> hard plastic. That is actually has a lot of resistance. It's it, it can wear you out after a while. Like at yeah. least different pull and and squeeze exercises. I don't know. It's good. It's good. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So we got more to look forward to. I am just curious. Outside of the new Pokemon games, which I'm not saying those aren't a big deal. There's brand new Pokemon games coming out this holiday. Right. They announced mm-hmm. those. The Scarlet and uh, Violet. Yeah. Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet like, and Nexus. So <laughs> yes. So that's He's so that's, amazing. Uh, that's the third version. That's a really big. Like I'm not pretending like that's not a big deal. That's their big holiday game. I get it. Um, but I am curious. What else are we going to see? Are we going to see the next Mario Rabbits game in August? Please Bayonetta three. Please Bayonetta. Bayonetta three going to be dropping at the end of the do summer. We, um, do we have a date for Splatoon or? No. Do we want? Do we care? Do we want? Do we, some people do though. So I'm from, from my calendar altogether. So I, I would love it. If they, that to me, this seems like, and I think they've released that in July in the past. So do that. So release it in July again and let it, let the audience that loves it, keep doing that. That's yeah, fine. All four yeah. of them, they can play that game, man. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'm being sour. That game would not have three sequels if it wasn't so like. Man, like you guys are so anti-squid. You are being a little sour. What's that about? Yeah, that's I don't know. The wrong yeah. squid game. Know, hey, that's guys, not at, the squid game I care about. At gunpoint, what are you guys? Are y'all doing arms or are y'all doing Splatoon? What's <laughs> what are y'all playing? Dude, I'm playing arms way before. <laughs> arms, yes, that's what I'm talking about, guys. Arms, bring it back. I don't know, man. Arms was actually kind of. Fun. I can't wait for this. I thought Arms was okay. Listen. I can't wait for the uh, the sequel Legs, man. That's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can get some apparatus from the what? new Sh- Shucker game. Put that on your leg. And then Which of those have gotten two sequels and the other one hasn't? Hmm, I wonder. Hmm. Yeah, right. 
Your yeah. toxic positivity positivity is killing me right now. Damn. Yeah. I was able to I was able to resell arms after playing it for a few weeks. I was able to resell it for like fifty five bucks. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So I basically paid five bucks to rent it for a month. Is basically what that was. That's wild. That's a good deal. Yeah, it's hard to complain about that one. Um, I want to talk about stuff we were watching in just a second, but I just wanted to give you guys, for, as far as I can tell on Metacritic, this might have changed. Um, it's okay if it did. That's fine if it's not totally accurate. Uh, but for the first quarter of the year so far, here's what Metacritic's telling us are the best games of 2022. I thought this would be interesting just kind of review. We're already past the quarter mark of this year. Q1 is over for 2022. So here we go. Um, we all know that Elden Ring got a lot of good reviews. The highest I could find was 96 for that one. It's got, I think, like a 90. It depends on the console. It depends on the, the platform. You know, it ranges between 95, 96, somewhere in that range. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, last I checked, was still sitting at an 88. Tied with Total War, Warhammer 3, also at 88. I know there's people who love the Total War games, like apparently the Warhammer games are some of their favorite versions, which is cool. Gran Turismo 7, right behind those, at 87. Alongside Ollie Ollie World. Nice. I like how Gran Turismo 7 snuck in nice. before all those review bombings. So great, good for them. So critic <laughs> reviews on that are positive, even if the user reviews. Oh, the user reviews were bombed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, Tunic coming in at 86. That's in nice. the sixth nice. spot at 86. Kirby and the Forgotten Land at 85. Love to see right. it. That's cool. Nice. Nice. Um, These are all good games so far. I mean, I haven't played Total War, uh, whatever, but uh, like, or Total Loss, but War I trust whatever it's called. I trust that <laughs> it's a good game. Right? I trust that it's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just, like, quality, yeah. just like I trust that Gran Turismo 7 is a great simulator. Like, no, uh, what simulator. I'm trying to say is there's no chicory that makes me go, why the hell? <laughs> is this is, the highest rated there's no, game? There's no chicory. Um, Not yet. And then there's one called Infernax, which is a not very widely known game. It is on Game Pass, I believe. It is, it's good. If you guys like, yeah, it's it's a, it's, I feel like it's a Metroidvania. I could be wrong about that. Or That's what it, it looks like. I haven't played yeah. it. It's a, I got an 84. I played like 20 minutes of it. I was like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it has got an 84 alongside Retro Bowl, which actually was, used to be a mobile only game, but then they made a Switch version. So now it's officially out in consoles. And hmm. for five bucks, I got to tell you, like, that's a lot of fun. If you like Tech Mobile, if you like those old games, that's uh, yeah. that's a really fun little football game. Um, it's, it's very silly, very repetitive. You'll maybe within a few hours, you'll be like, I get this, I'm done. But I've put stupid amounts of time into it while I'm listening to podcasts <laughs> or having a show on in, in the background, just playing game after game, doing seasons. And like, it's, I think it's fun. You're, you're um, such an old man. Really am. Just, Dad energy. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go down through where it stops at 80, just so you're aware. I'm not going to do all these. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus sitting at 83. Uh, King of Fighters 15 dropped. I think that was January. It's at 82. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, and that 82 is tied with Triangle Strategy, also at a 82 on Metacritic. Nice. Uh, do, y'all, do y'all play King of the Fighters at all? Nope. I just I feel mean, like that's for such a long-going series... I don't know if I know a single person on Earth who plays that game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, one the ones back in the day. Is that a crazy? No, one? it's um, it's basically no. like the competing series with Street Fighter for a while, yeah, like it, years ago. The, for, like all these years, yeah, they, that's kind of like the direct. It's SK, it's SNK's like uh, yeah. Street Fighter. Yeah, there was I mean, one where you could create a fighter. I remember that being appealing to me back in my when I used to love playing No Mercy and I loved creating my own wrestler and moves. I thought there was a creative fighter in one of those games back in the day, but I mean not. there might have been, but there's so many. I mean this 15s at um. 
you know, they're still doing like 2D, like Sprite, not, maybe not Sprite, but kind of like, you know, they, I don't know. There's there's a kind of an old style. school like yeah. style to it that yeah. uh, I, I every time this game comes out and I know some of the character names and stuff like that because I've watched some of the anime. Yeah. But like, uh, I'm don't always like, the fighters in Smash. What's that? Yeah, Terry Bogards and Smash. Terry, yeah. yep. So, yeah, you know, um, so like, uh, I just I find it it's like it's one of the most popular series ever, but I don't know a single person who plays it. It's just it's just weird to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Triangle Strategy is one I fully plan to get to, but I'm like, hey, I'm not going to spend full price on it now for it to just sit there not being played. So I've got Chrono Cross, I'm, I've got some other big games I'm playing, but as the deck starts to clear a bit, um, if it's not on sale, I think that one's worth full price. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just going to, I'm holding out for the moment. I am uh, pushing that, I'm uncharacteristically pushing that one yeah. down the road a little bit as well. For the but I do reason. plan on playing it. I. I fully expect to enjoy. I, I love keep on. Yeah, everyone keeps on telling me it's PG thirteen Game of Thrones. They're like, that's what yeah. it is. I'm like, okay, yeah. And even if it was rated R, Game of Thrones, tiny little pixelated. I don't want to see him. Nudity, nudity yeah, is not going to do anything for you. It's not going to do it for me. <laughs> um, maybe it would. I don't. Know. I don't want to judge. All right. So at eighty one, there's a bunch of games at eighty one. So we've got Conan Chop Chop, which someone brought up recently. Conan, as a yeah. Game. Conan Chop. I think it was Dan that brought that one up. Yeah. Uh, Expeditions Rome. I heard that was a really great strategy game too on PC. Ghostwire Tokyo at a 81. Oh, nice. That's surprising, actually. Yeah, that is surprising. And again, sorry if these are outdated. If you go to check Metacritic now, those might have updated. This was uh, about a week ago that I checked, took a look at these. Um, Lost Ark, also at 81. That's that Amazon Studios. We're talking uh, about that one for a solid two weeks, yeah. Yep. Uh, Weird West, the recent. Very nice. Uh, Good game. Recent, uh, action RPG. Really in-depth RPG, surprisingly. Yeah. And then these last three that are sitting at 80. We've got Sifu at 80. Don't forget about that one. That was kind of a nice... I'm surprised that one's not higher, to be honest. Uh, I don't know why. I feel like the, I remember the reviews being like... Well, I think people were complaining about it being too hard. It some, is some of them were complaining about it being difficult. So Then why is it Elden Ring? So, I, I, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, to me, Sifu, it's not that it was incredibly difficult. It was more of like... I wasn't interested in replaying those same areas over and over again. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be like my top five or whatever, top yeah. ten or whatever. But like, that's I just what, for whatever reason in my head, me. like I'm like I remember the reviews being really good, so it just it surprises me that it's that's eight, what that's just what chased me off to that game. And that's usually if a Souls-like game gets you stuck in a corridor type of level design that you have to keep replaying, I'm not likely to keep playing it for too long. Mm. And so. That's where a rare formula like you see in Elden Ring, and there's other games that do it well too, um, where it gives you a lot of freedom within that difficulty. I don't know. There's something about it that can work, but that's okay. Sifu is a, still a great game. 80 is no nothing to... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it is good. So. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands also at 80. Nice. And don't forget about Windjammers too. That's I a will. Windjammers. I have and I will. <laughs> it's actually really fun. <laughs> You're like, I don't, mean, I guess. Yeah. don't challenge me. Uh, some <laughs> others that just jump out at me on the list here that are lower down the list. You've got stuff like um, Dying Light 2 came out this year. Don't forget about that one. That's at a 78. WWE 2K22 finally returning the form oh, for that series. Swimming in sevens. Is that the where we're at right now? Yeah, I'm just kind of yeah. throwing out a few that aren't in the 80 or above range. Okay. But at least so we're, we're in the Derrick area. Okay. We're in the, de- <laughs> we're in the Derrick be, zone. I don't we're want to be Dying Light. We're in yeah. the D zone. We're in the D zone. That's where we are. My game's still broken, so I'm like, screw that game. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's not where I want to be. Um, but then there's others that um, maybe are less beloved, like Strangers to Paradise or Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah. Or Hold on. What Babylon. is the average of Strangers of Paradise? 
Last I saw, the highest was 71. What about Extraction? What was that at? Which one? Extraction, Rainbow Six. That's at 74. Last I saw. Better than Strangers in Paradise. Strangers in Paradise, uh, if you swap those numbers, that's more appropriate of an average. (laughs) All right, fair enough. 17, right? So 17. I got you. I followed with you. Um, It would then, at that point, be below two of the most beloved games of the year. Babylon's Fall at a 42. Oh, 42? And, and Crossfire X at 40. Ooh. Wow, Crossfire X Ooh. even lower. Wow, wow. Interesting. <laughs> those are two Hold of on, the Strangers of Paradise is better than both of them? Yeah, by a lot. <laughs> by a lot. Oh, don't forget uh, this June also Fire Emblem Warriors. I was mentioning Switch games that are coming out. Yeah, yeah. that's right. for me. Yeah. I knew I was forgetting something, but I think that's a June game as well. There's two games in June. Mario Strikers and Fire Emblem Warriors. So, all right. I think we're just about as caught up on that stuff as we can get for the moment. It's been a good Q1. I think it's been a great Q1, actually. It's been a wide, wide variety of games, lots of good stuff to play. And I'm glad for that because Q2 looks a little more sparse. Again, not that nothing's coming out. Don't get all offended if there's a your favorite game is coming out. I'm sorry. I just there's nothing, it doesn't have that same like gigantic items on the radar for me. And so, but that's and classically, fine. quarter two is usually kind of slow. You yes, know, exactly. So, and that's yeah. great because Q1 was really front-loaded. This I year. really need the break. So I've got, plenty, I've got mm-hmm. plenty to play and plenty to watch. So let's talk about some stuff that we're watching. Uh, You're before we talk so about, good at your job. Before we talk about um, movies, I do want to hear about uh, what you saw tonight, Jeff, and some of the other movies that you've seen recently. I just wanted to shout out 30 for 30, that documentary series. It's now... I think all of them, except for a handful that they've removed for whatever reason, are on Hulu. And man, are they good. Uh, I think I already talked about this before, but there's something about when you tell a compelling story and it's done really well. And these are all, I have not come across one yet that I was like, that wasn't good. Like they're, they're right. all good. I watched the one about the 1988 Olympics that were marred, the 100 meter gold medal was marred by um, performance enhancing drug scandal that came out after the medals were awarded. And then. Oh. It was just, it's it's very awkward, very intense, but they also mm-hmm. interview everyone involved and lots of finger pointing and he slipped something into my tea. Like, it's crazy. It's it's yeah. crazy, it's crazy stuff. I love that one. And then the other one I um, just watched was about this. It's a really sad one, but so well done. This kid named um, Benji, was it Wilson? He was this unbelievable, like, basketball prodigy coming out of Chicago. It was going to be the next big thing. And he was like 6'7", but he moved like a guard. Like, he was amazing and they have a lot of footage of him as a high school player and i won't give away like everything that happens but it's just got a real sad it's a real sad story about un unfulfilled potential and it's just it's just so well done like i was so captivated by that entire story and you get a lot of other famous people some of them famous for the wrong reasons that are that were like his neighbor or teammates like one of them is common i thought that was cool i was like oh he was his neighbor he grew up right near wow that's that's so uncommon and then yes here it is Hang up no. right now. Um, <laughs> but um, then there was also one of his teammates. This, I think, was filmed before a lot of stuff went down. Was R. Kelly was one of his teammates. Oh, and so they interview geez. him a few times. He's trapped in the closet. <laughs> What's he up to lately? Is he still doing well? He's trapped in the closet. Yeah, he's R. Kelly. doing great. I think he's still peeing on a person or two. Oh, he still great. believes he's no, he got, uh He was found guilty. I don't know if he's been sentenced yet, though. Well, well this interview was clearly done when he's still a free man. He's very happy to sit on the couch. And... <laughs> I'm fine for my life. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine for my, I'm I'm fine for my life. life. 
song. Like, dude, you rape kids. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly now is not a time. Yeah, get it, that's, R. That's, that's a good one. R. All right, R, we hear you, buddy. That's R, South, that's R, 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 come on, R. 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 Scientology R. stuff, the Scientology <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to just watch one or two of those, I highly recommend From Elway to Marino, which is all about the NFL draft from 1983, which I didn't realize was full of so much drama and grandstanding and the usfl was kicking into gear and they were trying to swipe players and john elway really didn't want to play for a certain coach so he pretended he didn't want to play in cold weather even though that wasn't true because he ended up playing in denver for his whole career so it's all very intriguing and fun <clears throat> stuff um i love it really so love it. uh to answer my own question from earlier because it was going to bother me uh his sentencing is in may but he was found guilty on nine counts of racketeering sexual exploitation exploitation of a child kidnapping bribery sex trafficking uh, so he might be going away for a while, and he still has child pornography charges against him. Mm. Any any pee peed on people? Yeah, mm. that's what I mean, that, seems, that seems for, like low on the totem pole. Before before we move on, let's uh, let's all decide what does R stand for. Uh, <laughs> no, let's not. Let's not do that. No, I don't know. The very first word that came to mind, I was like, mm, never mind. Redemption. No, I'm just kidding. Redemption <laughs> Kelly. That's his name. Thanks, that's, Dan. That's Ron Burgundy, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, Jeff, there's two movies that you've seen recently that I yeah. hear about. So, tell me about these. Well, uh, you mentioned TV. I'm in the middle of a city, and there's a lot of emergency vehicles here. I apologize about that for everybody okay. that's listening. All, the, all of our one. Jeff? What'd you do? Uh, so, um, so first, you mentioned a TV show. First, first of all, the last thirty for thirty I saw was for Ric Flair, and I love that episode. Mm. Um, it it kind of painted him a little bit as like a tragic hero, though. But and and it, it totally missed what Dark Side of the Ring covered with him, mm -hmm. and uh, that's why he hasn't really been appearing on TV at all. Is because of what Dark Side of the Ring covered <laughs> involving Ric Flair, it's pretty bad. Um, anyway, uh, did you see his unbelievably emotional interview with? Uh, was that with Stone Cold? Was that? I think that was with Stone Cold. Maybe. Maybe I did. Cause and there I was say unbelievably emotional, not because I cried. Like, there are things that make me cry get all like, man, that was that really moved me. No, this is more like, a cryer, dude. He, cried he was a time. mess. He was yeah. a hot mess. Yeah, as soon as he, uh, Stone Cold's like, well, hell, tell me about Charlotte. How's she doing? That's and, good. And Ric Flair's like, that's good. Oh, my, <laughs> my beautiful little girl. <laughs> Jeff, can you reenact the uh, stunner? With McMahon, the recent stunner with oh McMahon. Oh my god! Can you, can you reenact yeah. that for us, please? The stunner, the stunner heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> the stumbling stunner is what it should. Be. Okay, can we at least give him props for in his late seventies even attempting that? I, yeah. I will say that, but he was like, "Well, the kick to the stomach is the thing that surprised me." I go, "You've had more stunners than anybody on earth. How did you forget?" But, but at the same time, he's always been the person that takes them the worst, other than his wife. Like it's, he's <laughs> always the, been. The wife one is amazing. <laughs> yeah, she just uh, looks off to the side and falls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Did you not practice at all? Oh like, man, literally? that was Have so you not cold watched this man. show? Have you not he's watched so this at all? Yeah. So oh, good. My, oh my gosh. But you could tell the, the wrestlers who, of course, are actually trained wrestling yeah. athletes. Well, one of them is Pat McAfee, who's not a wrestler, which is right. crazy. Right. Yeah. But these guys who are athletic and are ready for this, they yeah. sell it in a way that oh, I yeah. just love. I yeah. love. Like I, the, the first guy is a young guy who's mountain. like, yeah. yeah, he did. He did the Shane thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first guy who took it, he's like 25 or whatever, and he bounced and did this like little kid thing Dude. where oh, he yeah. flailed. The, bounces, the, yeah. the rock would get really dramatic with it <laughs> yes. too when he would yes. get stunnered. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And then Pat McAfee just just went straight back and then he spit his beer out as he was doing it. Yeah. And then like it was almost like it it froze him and he like fell. Like it literally stunned him. Yeah, and then like three minutes later, Austin's (laughs) doing his thing where he's getting beers thrown to him and he's drinking them. And uh you see Pat McAfee near the announce table and he's just he's he's like his eyes are closed, but he's got a beer and he's doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Dude, can we just say though, out of all the non-wrestler guests they've had across yeah. the history of wrestling, he was—he's uh, got to be up there as one of the better ones in terms I would, of I would skill. Say so. yeah. Him and believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying this. Logan Paul, believe it or not, gross. Logan Athletic. Paul in a wrestling ring feels right, even though I hate that guy. Uh, Dude, that's why. That's <laughs> he why he could Pikachu make a true card. He could make a career out of being a heel he was, easily. He was. Like he could, he could make a career out of that. Uh, McMahon uh, brokering that deal just goes to show you that like that guilt, like I still got it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that guy gets it. Like he has his finger on the pulse of like who he who he knows that the fans want to see get in the ring, get their ass kicked. You know? So yeah, it's exactly. Like, and with McAfee's case, it was easy to root for him because uh, he can play the heel. He was a heel last time he was in the wrestling ring a couple of years ago, uh, so he can do that just fine. But it was just easy to cheer for him because like. He's a he's a hilarious commentator. He's just yeah. really funny. Um, yeah. So he well, just leaned in. If you never listen to his podcast, like he is a funny dude. Like and his, he does the what show. thing during his podcast too. He loves doing the wrestling stuff during his podcast. What? He loves what what what? Yeah, it's yeah. He's great. He needs to wrestle more. Um, anyway, WrestleMania was really fun. I'll just throw that out there. The Jackass match was tops. One of the so good. Guys. That was great. Yeah. Dude, Wee Man uh, literally lifting him up and. Yeah, we man coming Planting out from underneath the the yeah. ring, like <laughs> yeah. while while somebody else was down there rummaging was the fun. Like it was so. And good. they brought the giant hand for the, the hand from the, from Jackass too. Yeah. Well, I oh also liked Johnny's laying there. He's about to the, he's about to get an attack from the ropes, and then he fires off the fireworks. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got yeah. that detonator. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he hits or, it. Or when when his opponent's running at him and he just uses an air horn. <laughs> And the wrestler has to pretend to be like stunned into like, oh, I can't do anything now. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, I love wrestling. I love it so much. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, so when uh, done well, it's the best. Yes, it's yeah. true. And I feel like I still feel like AEW does it the best consistently week to week. WrestleMania was an exception because it's WrestleMania. Um, so really, I'm still they not. They really brought it. They really brought it this year. Really the did. clips that I saw, and I watched a good number of clips. I obviously, didn't watch the whole thing because I know it's two nights. I didn't see all of it, but. Yeah. Boy, it they really seem to bring it this year. It was very sports entertaining, as Vince would probably say. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, to TV, though, before we can move to movies, I don't know if anybody else has anything they're watching, but Severance just finished their first season on Apple TV Plus Max. Is that with, um, with Ben? Ben Stiller directed... I no, think, Ben from Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Adam, ben, oh, Stiller, Adam ben Stiller directed all the episodes, I think, huh. and Adam Scott is in it, and... Uh, Gosh, who is, what's the girl's name? Uh, Britt Lauer, I believe is her name. She's been in like Man Seeking Woman as the sister and like oh, a bunch of other stuff. She's so good, dude. I love she's her. so good. Yeah, at I forgot that she's like, in that. Yeah, and uh, uh, Christopher Walken is in it for a bit. Dude, and Christopher uh, Walken? John Turturro, uh, Patricia Arquette. It's a great cast, dude. So, like, this is, I don't know if you've ever seen a Charlie Kaufman. I know Kyle has seen Charlie Kaufman movies, but he did um, Adaptation, uh, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind. Hmm. Um, uh, Synecdoche, New York, which is a trip and a half. I mean, you're gonna have to Google some shit after that movie. And uh, (laughs) I'm thinking of ending things is another one he did. Uh, He does really like existential, really 
I got I got to be in the right mood to see those because I've yes. seen adaptation. Yeah. No, I've you seen... cannot just go. Hey, I'm gonna watch a Kaufman movie. You have yeah. to like be like think yeah, about it for a week and then watch it. <laughs> yeah. Out of all those, I <laughs> like research, Eternal Sunshine. researching it. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine is his most. I would argue this is most accessible, and even then, this is most digestible. Stuff. I would yeah. say, even then, though yeah. it is study. Yeah. So I, I'm only bringing him up to make the comparison because Severance feels like a Charlie Kaufman uh, brainchild, but he has nothing to do with the show. Uh, it's just conceptually, it's kind of like Kaufman. It's, it's yeah, it's kind of like a weird concept. Like you have the the entire concept. I might have brought this up before, actually. Um, the entire concept is like um, these people, you know, Adam Scott and all these other characters come to work, and when they, as soon as they enter the elevator, um, their brain like changes. And, and they turn into like almost a totally different person with different memories. And then when they leave work, they have all their memories from their life back. Basically, you have like so a they, work personality and an at-home yeah. personality. Yeah. So they don't remember anything they're working on. They don't. They don't remember anything outside of work. And and so it's but it, almost it, like, it, it, it's it's pitched to them like uh, it's going to increase work productivity or something, right? Right. Like, I think yeah, that's yeah. what it is, and I think that's how it's pitched to the world and society as, as a whole. And that's how it's, it's accepted. It's like people are happier doing this. They're not miserable at home thinking about work, you know? You don't come home and go, boy, right. that day at work, you know? Yeah. So on, or, that's or experiencing separate, work. You know? yeah. That's yeah, the sci-fi but, element of it, and it's that's hmm. the thing that, like... Cause, so it's not like this huge, brainy, you know, world-building sci-fi thing. It's like a small-scale sci-fi concept, concept yeah. and it's about how it affects these people and, like, and, and how their work personalities end up kind of rebelling against the system and uh trying to find out what what their company is doing and stuff and like man it's just so god it's such an interesting show and how they film the work environment everything's all white and and Mm. like almost like they're in purgatory it's yeah it's super interesting like the cinematography is like next level like it's how many episodes nine in the first season and the cliffhangers on each episode good luck stopping to take a break. Yeah. The so it's big, a nine-hour movie, okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then the cliffhanger in the finale is like, oh, come on! <laughs> you'll just, like, yeah, you'll Well, it's out. confirmed for the second season, so. It is. It is, it is but well, it's, just, it's just the fact that we'll probably have to wait, like, another year for another season. Uh, hopefully not as long as Atlanta took, which was, like, three three years. Um, yeah, it's how much Gambino kind of plays his, his own rules, though. So. He does. He does. He interviewed himself for a magazine, like, this week. What are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, Severance is, is I've watched a lot of TV. This is my favorite show of the year, and cool. I'll probably be talking about it a lot because uh, I really want people to watch this show. And uh, well, speaking of cliffhangers, um, I just finished rewatching through WandaVision. My kids wanted to see it now that we've gotten through all the Marvel stuff, they want to continue. And I told them, Hey, Phase Four has a lot of TV shows now, like Disney's rolled out TV shows in place of what maybe could have been a movie release, but they kind of told a Expand the story. And anyway, um, we watched through WandaVision and I, I liked it even more the second time because I was able to appreciate because I hadn't I hadn't no. rewatched it at all. I had only I was told on good authority that it was sucked and it was bad. Oh, thanks, Kyle. Yeah, I, I didn't know yeah. that. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. I heart lib or something. I didn't yeah, know that. Something, something, something. Uh, it's for gays, something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Derek told you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. My daughter is a huge fan of Scarlet. I love it. She, it's, it's her favorite character in the Marvel universe. She loves that she's really powerful and she's mm. a strong character. And so she was really upset at first as she kind of started to understand that Wanda's doing all of this. Like, yeah. oh no, are they making her bad? And, and I was yeah. like, it's it's actually not cut and dry, good or bad. It's more complex it's, than that. Like, mm. she's definitely doing something she shouldn't, but there's a reason behind it. And 
you know, there's a bit of speaking of art, R, there's some redemption there at the end. Um, so, uh, some R. Kelly going on. Yeah, there's some R. There's Kelly some going R. on. There, Kelly Jesus. No, there's not. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be a way different show if there's some R. Kelly going no, on. This show. R. Kelly <laughs> yeah, anyway, Disney. I just want to throw it out there that I, I really yeah. love what they did with that show. I understand. Uh, bold, visually, bold. that show is out of this world to me. That was, right. a bold, that was a bold choice for them to do yeah. it the way they did it, to do it episodically. You had to wait a whole week to be like, what in the world is this? And they don't really, they don't even give you a hint of what's happening until episode three. And even then, it's just a smidge. It's really episode four where yeah. you start to see what's happening more. And but but there, in, if you've seen it already, the first three episodes do kind of have like tiny clues in them. Oh, yeah. now, now that you know everything, right? So Yeah, I love the clues. Cool the second. Yeah. I love the clues the second watch through. And, and they all also agree that... Uh, Wu and Darcy in their own little standalone show would be hilarious because they are both yeah, great yeah. characters. So, that, those yeah. are smart. Yeah. And again, it um it, it gives you more of an appreciation for Vision because Vision just didn't really get like the time to really expand with those oh, uh, cu- couple God. of movies that he was they in. They put you know? him in the Death Express lane, dude. Like, yeah. it's so weird. Like, that's what they did the it's, Vision. It's as soon as he like got the ab- stone in his head, I was like, well, he's going to die, like, immediately. So that's... Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, he didn't even, like, cameo in very many other movies. So yeah. I like, saw him, like, twice, and then but they're like, like, yeah, we're going to kill him. Death, and it's like, right? okay. Yeah. He yeah. talked yeah. to Wanda about Pepper Cash, and that was it. They moved on. They, uh... Yeah, I'm glad that the show did take its, its time to go back and be like, hey, this is why these two are in love. Because yeah, like the yeah. movies yes. were just like, eh, they like each other now. That like, scene uh-huh. where um, a certain character is making Wanda go back through memories. Yes. Um, that scene of her and Vision talking on the bed in the Avengers compound yep, yep, still yep. hits like a ton of bricks, man. Like, that yeah. is... Yeah, that, that quote so that everyone good. drove into the ground that probably lost all of its meaning now still means something to me, but when it's like, yeah, oh, it was what, so what is grief good. but love persevering, you know? It's yeah, like, man. oh my god. Someone got a raise writing that quote. Yeah. yeah, And then the very, very last moment, it's like, oh my god, my heart! My heart! Well, I think, yeah. Actually, I think the person that wrote all that stuff is doing the next Star Trek, so they certainly got a promotion. In terms Good. of like Good. movies and stuff, like That's yeah, cool. they got yeah, a yeah. big gig well coming. Yeah. yeah, so I I thought that was a, a lot of fun to to revisit. I and be making I, that up though. I don't know. <laughs> I can appreciate that you know both Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are both really dynamic actors who can both do a wide who variety knew there was a third things, Olsen so. who just knew how to act better than her dumb sisters like but I just all the time. Like, in, in the Marvel universe, they yeah. were both very much in their lane. Like stay in your lane. You your character is this. But yeah. in this, they got to, especially Paul Bettany, got to really be goofy and silly and kind of uh, show, like, by the way, do you yeah. remember this guy? He's in tons of stuff, and he's amazing and everything. Oh, yeah, in. yeah. Dude, uh, Where, Knight's Tale? Have you guys seen a Knight's Tale? He's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's fantastic. He's great, yeah. Well, he's got even in, and I know it's not everyone's favorite movie because the, you know, the book was better or whatever, but he plays a really creepy and really well-done character in Da Vinci Code. Uh, yes, oh, I liked that great. movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my only qualm with that is, you know, obviously the book is better, but that's because they're able to flesh things out a little bit. Whereas the movie is like, here's all the exposition. Now, quick, come on, Dude, we got some, yeah, we got third act to get to. You know, that and, book and, was, yeah. I mean, talk about cliffhanger. I, still think the I could not great, stop. Though. I could not stop reading that book when. Oh I yeah, it. I couldn't put it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, also uh, that score is Hans Zimmer, and it's great. It's super underrated. Hans Zimmer score. One uh, division. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. No. Da Vinci oh, Da Vinci Code. Okay. All right. Um. All just wanted to throw it out there that I'm still revisiting Marvel stuff. I'm still having a lot of fun with it, and um, and it's fun to watch with the kids too. But I, I do have more of appreciation for it the second time around because, you know, like Kyle said, people by people I mean like the internet keeps telling me how I should be feeling about certain movies, TV shows, and games, and and I don't I feel bad that I'm not agreeing with their horrible takes sometimes. 
So I know, right. yeah. I, I really wish we could all disagree on stuff, you know, but uh, know. most people are wrong all the time, so I have to, <laughs> I have to forge my own path. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> So, um, uh, right. so let's hear about these two movies before. Yeah, we I think this is, uh, and if you want to check out, that's fine. I, I can just talk solo for a bit. So I, <laughs> I just want to explain that I'm in Nashville for a um, the YouTube channel CinemaSins, who is kind of like a mystery science theater 3000 YouTube channel uh, where they have a they write jokes and a narrator kind of pauses movies and makes jokes uh, that nitpick movies and stuff like that. And and some of, some of the videos are really really funny. Like the room one, just go watch the room one. It's it's genius. And I found out this week that one person wrote on that, and now they have like a team of writers, and they can't imagine writing something solo anymore. Um, but anyway, they do an annual get-together for fans and stuff, um, like 50, 40 fans around there. And this is their fourth one. The third one in person, the fourth one overall. Um, and this is my third time going. And uh, so... When we're here, it's pretty much just movies. You would think I play music here, but no, it's just movies. I, I, uh, I've made friends through this, through doing this three times now, cool. and we we arrange seeing movies together and stuff. Uh, so I saw um, with a few friends. I saw with seven other people. I saw everything, everywhere, all at once. The movie, not literally the movie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which I is uh, titled it that just so people like you who said yeah. I see it have to clarify. <laughs> yeah, I didn't literally see everything in the world. Uh, but uh, it's got Michelle Yeoh in it. She plays this uh, this kind of older mother or whatever you want to call it. Uh, her name is Evelyn and she runs like a, a laundry laundromat and she's being audited by the IRS um, and she has a strained relationship with her daughter and her father. You know, her father's like a traditional uh, Chinese um, uh, immigrant. Uh, you know, he's got like these principles that are just kind of outdated and stuff. So she's kind of like at odds with him being that way and her daughter being more progressive. And like she, her daughter's like a lesbian in love with a girl, has a girlfriend and all this stuff. Um, so that's how it starts. That's like the meat of the movie um, on an emotional level. But conceptually, it's something I don't even know if I can explain it's, like it's a multiverse of madness. It's a multiverse right? movie. Yeah. Um, but the it's way that in. they the way that they travel to and from other universes where they make different choices, and the way that <laughs> my God, if I describe some scenes to you, you'd be like, "That's not in the movie." That's <laughs> it's so freaking bizarre and funny that I I watched I, the trailer because I, I didn't even know yeah. about this movie. Like I, I think it was last week I saw the trailer and I was like, "This looks amazing!" Like this yeah, looks no, insane. And most of what you saw is from the first act, I would say. Probably. The trailer is only, like, cut from, like... The first act has all the rules that they explain about the multiverse. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, what it is... Well, first off, we kind of know what it is already. I think Marvel kind of trained us really well. Sure. But this movie has different rules in regards to how you go from your universe to uh, another universe and borrow the skills from your person in that universe. Mm. In the universe well, that you're sorry, in. Sorry, Marvel didn't do that. That was actually one with Jet Li, but can you? Oh, okay. That's true. Uh, thank you, Tim. Thank <laughs> you for there are any, You're right. You're right. And I watched the movie multiple times. You are uh, my bitch. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> so, so dumb. I love it so much. Yeah, so, uh, so dumb. <laughs> so dumb, but I love so it. So it is a multiverse movie in, the, in that sense. And the first hour is just all action and comedy. Like, it's just nonstop laughs. Like, the amount of ridiculous stuff. These guys are having these characters are having to do to themselves just to get connect to another universe is it's like jackass level stupid. It's so freaking great. 
Um, I God, I and then the second uh, act is all emotional stuff. It's all like character stuff and deeper stuff. So like I'm laughing super hard during the movie, and then like the second act, I'm like getting weepy. It's yeah, it's yeah. unlike it's unlike. I would say most, if not all movies, like it, it, there's nothing like this movie. And the third act is just all nudity. So. It's just all dicks and tits. <laughs> nice. And it's the whole package. Everywhere, all at once. It's all of uh, it. There you're are, laughing, you're crying, there's penises. There are quite a few, like, there's, there's quite a few uh, surprise sex, sex toys in this. So um, keep an eye out. It's okay. so funny. Okay. And the amount of like pop culture and movie and TV references that are spread out in the movie um, I could read or watch videos on articles that are just analyzing that to death because there are so many like direct Matrix references or Kill Bill or like South Park. Like there's so many references that are spread out in the movie. Oh my God, it's so freaking funny, guys. I can't wait for you to watch this and go, like when the credits roll, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> That's the first reaction. Everybody turned to each other and went, what the hell did we just watch? Yeah, what was this? So I, I love nutty. it when something really creative and... Yeah. Just out of left field, hits it big. Because this one's a pretty big, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as call it phenomenon, but it certainly is making yeah. waves, you know, and I, everyone's and I talking that about it. I do want, I really, really want people to see this in a full theater because I feel like that that's going to get the best experience, the biggest what the hell's going on laughs. Um, it's it's very self-aware of its laughs, it, like it's what it's playing towards. Um, and uh, there was something else I wanted to mention about the movie, and I can't remember what it was, but everybody's great. And uh, that's all. The dicks you already mentioned. <laughs> we already covered it. We already got that. Yeah, part. I think we covered the dicks. I think we're good <laughs> on the dicks. Uh, but uh, the second movie I saw with a group, and this was with the entire group, including including the YouTube folks, uh, the channel, people at the YouTube channel, was uh, Michael Bay's Ambulance. Oh, jeez. So as you can imagine, this was a masterpiece on a different level. <laughs> uh, yeah, can I just first say the two lead actors? Are really good actors they really are and i'm i don't know did michael bay have to like blackmail them to get in this movie it's so crazy to me that he got such good like high caliber actors for this movie that is or the actors because i don't think i've uh, seen jake, jake gyllenhaal and yaya abdul mateen who's oh, okay. like he's, he was uh, in, he's a big he deal in, now he's morpheus and morpheus yeah yeah uh, he's, he's, he's so never, good in Candyman. Yeah. Oh my God, he's so good. Oh, he's, he's so good. good he's so good as the Morpheus uh, hybrid. Uh, he's great. I, I love yeah, him. I, thought, I thought he was really snarky as Morpheus. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this well, Kyle, is... Kyle, Kyle, you know that Matrix movie was bad, right? You are aware of that. Uh, I, Tim, let me tell you, I actually watched it again a week ago for the twelfth time. Let's just call it, uh, which is probably not a made-up number. Uh, and I got to I got to be honest, I can validate with you. Everyone was right. I was wrong. It took me 12 yeah. times to watch okay. it, but everyone, oh, everyone yeah. was right. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Well, sorry. we got to go back to the drawing board. Oh, right? you know, you know how many people uh, how many people I was with of the seven or eight people that I was with that watched every, everything everywhere all at once. Uh, we finished the movie and they're like, that was the better Matrix sequel. And I'm like, you bite, you bite your tongue. Yeah, you're like, how dare you? I'm the only one that's like, I love that sequel. You shut you shut your dirty mouth. Just direct them towards uh, our spoiler cast. <laughs> uh, so with Ambulance, uh, this is a movie about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Mateen play brothers. Legit brother, Like, not by blood. Like, uh, it, Jake Gyllenhaal's family. He comes from a... Uh, his dad was like a famous thief. And apparently Jake Gyllenhaal is too. And robbed like 38 banks or something. Okay. And they still didn't catch him yet. Okay, go with it. Uh... <laughs> Imagine doing that in 2022. All right. I was going to say, in an old Western setting, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so he is kind of still doing that, you know, and and um, 
And is it, and Yaya, his character is like a, a former uh, military vet, or, or he's a vet basically, and he's trying to get surgery, uh, his wife to have some surgery that would like either save her life or something. It's a vague surgery; they don't even say what the issue is. Um, he's, he's just kept saying, "My wife needs surgery." It's just, it's just knee surgery. <laughs> yeah, it could just be she has like carpal tunnel or whatever. That's it could just be. <laughs> something mild uh you don't know um by the way i was just searching up michael bay just to take a look at other stuff he's directed and even his imdb image is so annoying but anyway continue yeah he looks like an annoying human being uh so um yeah the story is he goes to his brother gyllenhaal who uh you know jake gyllenhaal and his family took him in when he was younger and they kind of grew up together and whatever they they consider themselves brothers um he's like hey man uh I'm desperate. I, I need money. And he basically just asked for a loan, but Jake Gyllenhaal was just like, okay, all right, come with me. We're going on a heist. And and it just turned into a heist movie. And you're like, there was no like, hey, tomorrow meet me here. It was like he was on the way to a heist and he just took his brother with him. Uh, yeah, so. but, but Jeff, it, it already <laughs> sounds like he had more motivation than Dr. Strange did to help Peter Parker. I don't know. Bro. <laughs> God, God damn it. Got, Got him. <laughs> so, yeah, it starts with a heist, and then a heist goes uh, awry, as you would expect it to. And the reason that it's called ambulance is because they eventually take an ambulance and an EMT who's played by this ridiculously hot actress, uh, Isa, Isa uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez? Uh, she's been on like Baby Driver. I think that's the only thing I can really. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Well, she was in God- she was in Godzilla. Kong. Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla. Marie she Sanger. was. That's right. Yeah. She, she was the bad girl. Ridiculously attractive. Uh, I'm sorry to harp on that, but it's like just not fair. It's not fair. Uh, anyway, you know, if there's one thing that Michael Bay is always reliable in doing in his movies, yeah, let's attra- yes. let's cast attractive Megan movie. Fox, right? Megan Fox. Yeah, right. yeah there, was, there was an entire scene where he was like, "Listen, I want you to just to like lay on this motorcycle in the most inconvenient way." Right. Like no one on earth would ever lay on a motorcycle this way. <laughs> right. No, but she's a. I need you to do it and like do it naturally. <laughs> no, no, but she's a mechanic for real, guys. Believe it. Okay. Yeah, I like it when she's like just bent over a car and he's like, there, she's a mechanic. This and I'm is... like, this was just a butt shot, dude. Like, <laughs> This is more believable. She's an EMT. Um, and Jake, Jake Hall's character and, and his brother, they, you know, take this ho- ambulance hostage. And there's a cop that got shot in the heist shootout that's in the ambulance, too. So, like, they have two hostages now and they're it's like basically it's speed at that point And they're doing car chases. Uh, so yeah, the movie is as dumb as that premise sounds. It uh, is reviewing well, and I would like Which to. Which is crazy. <laughs> I would like to go up to each of these critics that reviewed it well and be like, like "The fuck is wrong? What is wrong with you?" What? <laughs> Let me ask you this though: is What is wrong? Poss- is it possible that the setting and people that were around you for pr- this particular viewing made it feel worse than it actually is because everyone's laughing and joking about it? We together. yeah, we were laughing at. All, all the dumb parts allowed, but I feel like I would. <laughs> the parts are so dumb that I feel like a full theater would do it. I, I they're so outwardly and obviously dumb that you'd be like, oh, okay, fuck you a little bit, yeah, movie. Like, yeah. it, okay, I'll give you an example. It, it does it does help if you have background on Michael Bay movies. Mm. Um, it would make more sense if an, uh, another director did this in his action movie, right? So let me, I'll give you the examples. Uh, these two cops uh, that are involved in the story are just patrolling. And one of the cops is like, hey, man, it's like Sean Connery says in that one movie, you know, uh, you, you either go home, whatever, or you from get the, the rock, the prom cream. Yes, 
He quotes himself in the movie. He quotes his own movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. His only good movie? He quotes yeah, his he's only... Like, he's like, you know, it's from that movie, That's The Rock. And the other cop goes... He has oh, other Rock. good movies, he's but The Rock is, like, is so good. He should have never directed. Yeah. Like, it's just like... I'm and like, then, and then it's not even... Dude, it's not even five minutes later, and they pull up to the bank because uh, the cop wants to hit on one of the tellers. It's totally a noble cause. Uh, so the cop gets out of the car. He's like, no, we got to get out of the car like bad boys. And I'm like, you did not just reference yourself again in your own movie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, how about this, like, uh, legendarily bad CG that, uh, Michael Bay kept on like, crapping on himself? I didn't even notice anything being that bad. I, he must just be super picky. Like, uh, the only thing that he kept repeating that felt practical to me was, um, the drone shots. It felt like he just learned how to use a drone. And he'll, he'll, like, have a shot that's, like, up here, and then he'll have the, the drone do, like, a 180 or something and flip perspectives, and then it's on the street. And you're like, the hell was the point of that shot? That You didn't even do that at all. That's not where the scene was. I don't... <laughs> all right, so you highly so you recommend... action. You highly recommend going to see everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. And you highly Ambulance. recommend never watching Ambulance unless you're with the right group of friends who yeah, can make fun you, of it see together. Yeah, see a full theater. There's Okay, there's also a part where... I don't even give a crap if, I, if I'm ruining an experience for you. I don't think I am. But there's a part where they have to perform surgery in the ambulance. And the EMT is like, I'm an EMT. I'm not a doctor or a surgeon. I can't do this. So so the, uh, they're like, um, Jake Gyllenhaal's like, all right, so you got to call a doctor, right? What about this? And he's going through her phone. What about this doctor? Let's call this doctor. And he's like, okay. All right, I'll help. They call the doctor, and he's like, "Okay, fine, I'll help you." Even though the EMT, apparently, her character trait is that she's cold. I guess to everybody outside of her life, they don't expand on any character traits in this movie, so I don't know. Uh, but um, so he's like, "Okay, I'll help you because your life's in danger. Let me conference in two surgeons to help us with this surgery." <laughs> and they just conference them in and do FaceTime, and they have the vitals on the FaceTime call, and it's like that's really cool that <laughs> FaceTime has those type of filters though. Yeah. Where... <laughs> Dude, yeah, I was, biometrics you know, that somebody is. All of us laughed so hard when they said, let me get my trauma surgeon friends on the phone. Yeah. We were like, how do you <laughs> how do you have them at the ready for this situation? The I don't future have... is now, Jeff. The, the, premise is that, now. the premise that you just described, if you were to describe the premise without any of the extra stuff, like how ridiculous yeah. pieces are, and you were just like, here's a new Tarantino movie, and give me that premise, I'd believe you that that's a premise that he would go after, but it would be way different in execution. Yeah, so, no, he's, the, I think what makes it the funniest is that I mentioned the self-awareness that everything everywhere all at once kind of has, and uh, I think Severance has that too, to some degree, whatever. So Michael Bay just doesn't have any of that in my, I mean, at least it doesn't come across in the movie that he's aware of how dumb some of this stuff looks or sure. sounds. Sure. Um, so he just makes you laugh. Like you can't help but laugh. Like what? What? Yeah. Um, and then there's some, some of the car chases too. Like they ended up uh, eventually chasing the ambulance to this lot. And um, it was like a pretty wide open lot. And there's like a ton of cop cars on them. Um, but at no point in the chase could I tell where the ambulance was in relation to the exit, the entrance. I couldn't tell what the hell was happening in, in the chase. I just saw cars flipping over, <laughs> and then at some point they just exited the, the lot. And I'm like, I, uh, what? What happened? Like, it's just his movies frustrate me so much. <laughs> and it's just such a laugh uh, with friends. Uh, so maybe I guess with the right group of people. But yeah, if anybody's coming I've, out of I've that, going. Some I've done some bad movie nights, but usually it's like it's like um, 
obviously bad, not like um, yeah, popcorn yeah. blockbuster bad. I've done like the obviously bad movie nights with friends, and that's a lot of fun. Where mm-hmm. you're watching something like Mono's Hands of Fate or something like that, where, where it's just like someone made this. This is unbelievable. So that yeah, sounds yeah. more like cringy, where you can laugh about it, but it's just kind of like oh, these yeah. are actors. I, and- it does help seeing it with the right people for sure. And I was sitting next to an ICU nurse and um, a combat medic. And every like few seconds they're leaning over each other going, they didn't even like, they didn't even charge the uh, defibrillator. They didn't even charge it. They just said, like they're like leaning over and criticizing like actual stupid medical stuff that's happening in the movie. Like the guy, the cop that gets shot and he's in the ambulance. um, There's a part where, where the EMT, the hot EMT girl goes, man, where's all this blood coming from? And she never opens his chest to find out that there's another gunshot wound. She never does it until like way later in the movie when they're like, we have to do surgery. And I'm like, what? That's like EMT 101. It's just, you got to get past dumb stuff like that, I guess. Jeff, to, it's like her second day on the uh, job, right? She's, you know, she's, she's a parent. And they say earlier in the movie, she's the best EMT that they have in LA. And you're like, she, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, but, but don't so EMTs bad. pick up gunshot victims all the time and start working on them immediately? Like, isn't that like their job? Yeah, yeah. She did not scan this person. She saw the one bullet hole in the leg and said, oh, that's the only one. And just said, "Why? where's all this blood coming from? And just let it go until the movie wanted her to remember. So I have to ask the real serious question here. Michael Bay or, or Zack Snyder? Ooh. Oh, uh, Zack Snyder. Michael Bay for me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, for real? No, no way for Michael. No way for Zack Snyder. Yeah, no I'm, I'm with Kyle on this one. I go Michael Bay. I prefer, I prefer fans of Michael Bay movies, that's for sure. <laughs> I prefer fans of Michael Bay movies. I can, I can name more Michael Bay movies I enjoy than Zack Snyder movies. So, mm. actually, I do want to wrap up this, what we're watching, with a uh, quick top three Michael Bay movies. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, the Rock, The Rock, and The Rock. The Rock, no, The Island, more. and The Rock. There's more. So here's 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 what I would suggest. I think The Rock is probably his best one. I don't disagree with that. I think I think tied for fourth, and I know people will chuckle at this, and it's only because the franchise has been ruined since then. I'm sorry, but I do think the first Transformers movie yeah, was fun. pretty fun. I really yeah. liked the first one. Extremely I fun. I really liked yeah. it. If it was just that. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, honest, it, obviously, it's like Fun, it's just mind numbing, uh, mind numbing nonsense. But I think like those like CG too. and just the insanity and the chaos yeah. of, of like the robots fighting is actually pretty cool in like pretty much all of them. And yeah. the fun nostalgia. Um, You're getting like the original like voice actor back. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of big feelings well, for people is, who like, yeah. grew up watching it. So. I mean, like <laughs> him, like him, or, love him or hate him, like Shia LaBeouf is a pretty charismatic actor on screen yeah. always has been yeah. i've i've always liked him until yeah. dude his, one of my favorite moments is most uh, when recent he's allocations in, but what, yeah. um when he's in bumblebee and like bumblebee like launches him out of uh out of his body transforms and then turns back into the car and like catches him and like shia labeouf cool. is just like shrieking yeah because yeah. he thought he was about to die so well, i think i think that one to me is tied for third with armageddon and that's mostly nostalgia. I really I, like, I grew up watching that movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed Armageddon, and it, it helps that there are a few scene stealers like and, Steve. And Buscemi. I'll be honest, like in retrospect, Armageddon might be as dumb as Ambulance, and and I just don't probably, but I don't care because I love it, it that way. It was because teenage. I grew Tim up with it. it, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see, love it. same here. Yeah. And it, question, and it made me, it made me cry at the end. Like it well, had a whole thing, you know. Well, so yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. So Armageddon, but then I think the island, which you mentioned, yes. Kyle. So you, you and I have the same exact list, to be honest. That's number two for me. I think 
Actually, you know what? The island and the rock are both tied for two for me. I understand why you like the rock. I think the I, I think the island is awesome. The island is great. It yeah, helps with, have good, it helps to have Sean Bean. Anytime you have Sean Bean, it's gonna be a better movie. You Freaking Obi Wan's in that movie, guys. Obi Wan and Scarlett Scarlett Really young Scarlett Johansson. Duncan has a yeah. Michael Clark Duncan's in it. Yeah. I I love that movie, and I think the rock, of course, is amazing. I think Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery, Ed Harris. I mean, the rock is amazing. Ed Harris, like, there are moments in that movie, like, and, and this is, like, the uh, what my favorite part of that movie is, like, by the end of it, you're like, is Ed Harris the good guy? <laughs> like, right. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. he has so many speeches where you're like, wait a minute, no, we treat our troops really bad, guys. Like, but honestly, we should give I think, these guys what they want. I think his best movie, and I didn't know he directed it till after I watched it, was 13 Hours. Mm. Who directed it? Michael Bay? He directed mm-hmm. 13 Hours. With, uh, which, Jim Benghazi. Jim Listen, some people saw that and are screaming about how it's propaganda or whatever else. But if you just look at it as a movie yeah. by itself, like as a as a modern day war movie, it's really well made. It really is. Like, I don't know. You might, people don't like the, the slow-mo, like sweaty, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. I get those moments that are kind of cringy. Too much of that for me, yeah. But overall, it is a fantastic action. Jack- I, like, I like Pain and Gain if we're going off script, you know. for my Yeah, life. Pain and Gain is actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. That one I like Pain and Gain a lot. As I'm Even looking at this list. It, it, it kind of made those guys jesters in the story, and you're and they're actually horrible people. Uh, but but it was still a good movie, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, I heard uh, there was some controversy about how, like, kind of celebrating their goofiness, and we're not like getting yeah, into killed, them being bad people. people. Yeah. Um, how yeah. have none of you mentioned Bad Boys? Like, come on, guys, what do you? I like Bad Boys. Bad Boys do a lot. Yeah. I just I, don't I, like those I didn't I, I didn't really care for those until the third one. I'll be honest. He had nothing to do with yeah, that one. I, Wait, I like, what? Do not like the third movie at all. What? I love I didn't like those. Dude. I, thought, I thought Pearl Harbor is one of the worst modern movies Pearl ever made. Awesome. You don't like Bad Boys? Awful. Excuse me. Awful. I think, uh, yeah, I think Bad Six, Boys, right. Six Underground has an amazing cast and is a horrible movie somehow. Dude, Bad so. Boys 2. When Almost the- I watched it. I yeah I I'd, I'd wish that like uh, six underground because I thought it was a I thought the movie was fine except for the editing was just so fucking awful in that movie like no. it was almost incomprehensible but I'm like boy if they just like had nice There's... cars and magnets the entire movie and it was shot by I don't know James Bond yeah. like someone who knows how to shoot cars. Like there's, uh, there's, this would, this would have been there's, awesome, there's some of that that carries over in an ambulance but it's clear that he had a studio representative in the in the editing bay with him because it's not as choppy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, oh, it's okay. still pretty choppy in like important moments, but Six Underground was like it's full bad. bay. It's bad. Like people like, like would be talking like they're three. I people couldn't watch it. It cut like, twenty times, and it's like. And yeah. I think that's. I, I think that's why I enjoyed Red Notice more because I was expecting another Ryan Reynolds kind of action comedy vehicle like Six Underground. I was expecting it to be bad, and I actually thought like, oh, okay, this is more in the decent range. So it, yeah. I enjoyed it way more because of that. I think. Um, so anyway, listen. Well, so I would, like, yeah, I would definitely. Michael, put, and the uh, rest of his and the rest of his resume is mostly Transformers that I didn't list off. It's a lot of Transformers movies. Yeah, it's there. all the generic subtitled ones. Yeah, um, <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen. Revenge of the, the Sith one, Fallen. The one with the robot. Revenge of the Sith Fallen. So, okay. if in case you're curious, here are all the titles we got: Transformers, and then Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Trans- Side of the Moon. Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Dark Transformers: of the moon. Age of Extinction, and then Transformers: Last The Last. And then Bumblebee, which was actually good, uh, compared. Which to he had nothing to do with, right? Or was he? Yeah, which, he, had, he did not. That was the director of like Kubo and the Two Strings or something like that. That was somebody totally random, but it, it worked. It totally worked. Uh, that movie. We really went good. on a Michael Bay route yeah. I did not expect, but listen. I even even I, I will say the Rock is my favorite suit for sure. The, the, the industry is notoriously like, uh, I, I don't want to say worst, but the ones who are given a bad rap, your Snyder's, your Bays, whoever else. 
it's not like they don't make anything good. Kyle might disagree about Snyder. I get it. But... <laughs> hey, 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 he directed Dawn of the Dead, and that movie's great. I just give all the credit to James Gunn, who wrote that script. So <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but um, Dawn of the Dead's awesome. And I actually like The Watchmen. I do like that movie. There's know? something yeah. about when you yeah, see like the Michael Bay. When, the, when you see Michael Bay. When you see Michael Bay directs it, it's one of those p- things where if you find out the movie is actually anywhere between good and great, it's it's a nice surprise. That's just the way it is. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. That's that's I think that might have been what it was with Pain and Gain because it was, that was like what it was all, for these, me too. all these terrible Transformers movies that that came out back to back, and then Pain and Gain came out, and you're like, is this? Am I crazy? This is entertaining as like, hell. Right? Rock, everyone was like Rock super is manic fun. for once. Yeah, you know? the like, Rock is like really nutty and like and a, a, yeah. an actor who like in his contract says I can never play a bad guy. Like it was interesting for him to finally do a role like this because he hadn't played a bad guy probably since like the Scorpion King. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, because he like it's he always yeah. wants to be the hero. It's in his contract or whatever. So um, yeah, I don't know. I I Pain and Game surprised me as well. So there you go. Yeah. All right, well, we are going to wrap up. I just wanted to mention a couple quick big things that I saw in the news this week. Of course, we heard that Monkey Island is coming back, and it is by the original creator, Robert. Um, I'm blanking on his name. I don't, but I don't know this name. Basically, he, would, he did not make three and four, which are generally considered to be much lesser games than the first two. And he kind of separated himself from the whole franchise. Well, now he's back, blah, 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 and he's making another one. That's great. Um, and then Max Payne 1 and 2 are getting, I think, remake treatment. Not even just remaster, but remake yeah. treatment with Remedy and Rockstar again. Working Not together Rockstar. again yeah. since, for the first time since whenever they did it. Best <laughs> so, friends working together. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty big deal right there, I think. Rock, um, Remedy is busy right now, man. Like, Because uh, they were talking about uh, yeah. like Alan Wake 2. They're talking about Control 2. They're talking about a Control like multiplayer co-op game. Jeez. Now, now these two games, it's like that's a bit that's a small studio. You know what I they mean? They had to expand. Not, they had to have. They had. I think they did open another studio. I would double check that before you know, making that fact. But like, I, I know they are expanding, but they're still con- they're not EA. You know, like right. they're not right. you know they're not a giant studio or anything like that. So good for them. I'm really happy to see yep. them. Yep. Um, Valve is saying they're ramping up Steam Deck shipments, and so I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means they're on par or on schedule or if they're ahead of schedule, but. I saw that as a headline. Um, Two Point Campus, if you like Two Point Hospital like I did and you're looking forward to this one, it got delayed to July. I think it's July to later this summer. So that's going to be on Game Pass as well. So if you're curious, you'll get to try that one out. Um, And then I wanted to mention this because the big Unreal Engine 5 presentation, we also got the announcement that Crystal Dynamics is beginning development. They went it very clear. They're beginning development on the next Tomb Raider game. They want to make, I, I understand why you want to make that clear. You don't want people thinking it's coming out next year or anything like it's going to be a while, but um, they're making the next Tomb Raider game. You know, it's a loss guys. We could have had Avengers too, but we're getting another woke, yeah. you know, female lead, you know, <laughs> video game. So it's fine. Uh, yeah. It's they fine. should be brave and make uh, Lara a guy. So <laughs> Ron Gilbert is the guy who did monkey. Island. that's who it was. I couldn't remember Ron Gilbert. Um, Anyway, there's a couple of other headlines that probably aren't worth dragging up now that we're over the two-hour mark, which Dan said he hoped will be under. Sorry, didn't make it. Well, I said let's let's see, but that did not happen. So It did not, and that's okay. So uh, obviously plenty of fun stuff to play, plenty of great stuff to watch, and um, I'll, I'll sit here just playing old games. I'll keep playing Elden Ring, and I'll keep playing through Chrono Cross. That's what I'll do. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for Fantastic Beasts with the uh, oh not problematic actor Ezra Miller. 
with the, oh, the movie that's getting like fours out of tens. That one. That's yeah. right. He's in that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he's in one of the dumbest twists in the Potterverse stories. Uh, right, he's, that's uh, right. Dumbledore's brother. Yeah, he's. I don't even remember. Half brother. They're related. I, I didn't see this. Yeah. Dude, Sorry. these movies do not seem to be doing well. This whole prequel series that they're doing, like, mm. I, I don't know. I don't Should know. Doesn't seem great. Beast. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to recap to the magic of the Harry Potter experience, do what my kids are doing. Listen through the audiobooks read by Jim Dale. They are yeah. absolutely stellar. He does the best. Ver- There's a lot of good versions out there. I think his are the best. The very best. Oh, okay. Um. All right. Well, that does it for us this week. We're gonna sign off. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, Derek, sorry for all the attacks you got at the beginning of the show. That was very uncalled for, and I'm so sorry that you had to experience it. <laughs> was it uncalled for? I'm, not I'm sorry. saying that now because I know he'll never listen to this at all, let alone all the way to the two-hour mark. So, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if he does, he'll be like, hey, we apologize at the end. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the bad part. You know? <laughs> exactly. I didn't apologize. I just wanted to make sure that's clear. I'm not sorry. Hey. Jeff, enjoy your weekend down there. I hope it hope you still have fun. Hope you actually for you it's up oh, there. Yeah, right? for sure. You went north. Um so yeah. enjoy your time. Slightly. Love yeah. fun. And uh we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.